ins, 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 B. Such a catchy tune. It is. I can just, I can just let it go. Turn it up 60 seconds. Let it just, let it just meander yeah. into the background. Not like this. I can do this all day. Uh, I could. So can my cat, probably, if she's let alive. How you doing, everybody? Ooh, oh, hello. Nice. Yes. Uh, we are joined by a very special guest this week on Real BBC. Oh, don't worry. We got plenty of cringe to go through. <laughs> Some beauty. Yeah. We are joined today by former DC artist of Detective Comics, creator, co-creator of Bane, and now doing your own individual projects on Indiegogo. Mm -hmm. uh, you've just launched your second book, your second project, right. uh, Alien Alamo, which we'll uh, talk about uh, very shortly indeed. Awesome. Uh, coming off the uh, success of the Chinoo. Yes, Chinoo was uh, very good. Which arrived with me a couple of days ago. Boom. Don't you drop them. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Oh, nice. Nice. Safety yeah. sound. Good. Yeah, and uh, beautiful, beautiful spine. I didn't realize how thick this book was uh, going to be, you see. So, right. uh, beautiful format book. And uh, as I just talked to you before we went we went live, I had a sneaky little chat with Graham as we were waiting for um, Gary. I mean, Gary arrives on time, obviously. <laughs> but, but, you know, Graham and I, you must have just been here early or some shit. Like that. <laughs> uh, and I just I just uh, smashed through the uh, Chinoo in one sitting. It was... Uh, just a great little creepy uh, horror story. And it, it was, uh, yeah, I couldn't put it down. And oh, it was okay. weird because obviously one of the gifts that you get with this set is a, is a bookmark. You know, I'm up to here. And I was like, no, dude, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not up to here. I'm up to the end, man. Uh, but yeah, it was just a, it's a great little read and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and uh, I'm thinking, hey, you know, cowboys and aliens now. All right, I'm in. I'm in, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, but we'll have a we'll have a little chat about uh, that shortly. Gary, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, I, I, uh, nothing really. I've been uh, I fucked off all weekend. Didn't do anything. Watched Witcher. Played the Witcher game for a little bit. That's about it. Now I'm behind on all my work because I fucked off for two days. Uh, and uh, it's it was great. It was wonderful. It was beautiful. Uh, I might review Batwoman later. I don't know. Got another video coming out. But yeah, I'm excited to get to this stuff. I've been dying to get to this stuff. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, you've been up right here. You've been teasing me with that for a little bit. Um, yeah. How's it going in your life, man? Oh, God. well, I mean, my latest Batwoman reviews just hit 50K after 24 hours, which shows how many sick people there are yeah. in the world. Sickos. I wasn't gonna do past one. I well, know I, you I, do all yours, but I was gonna do one. That was you know, I, I was I was going into the the law of uh what was it called? The law of where things go down gradually. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, but I forgot what it's called. This is a very the specific term for the, the law, law of diminishing, diminishing returns. returns. The law of diminishing returns. That's the one. So the first the first reviewer did did like 65k. And then this last week's review did like 45. So I was expecting Law of Diminishing Returns. Maybe, maybe I'll get 
you know, 25 to 30 on the third one as, as interest wanes. No, we went up to 50 this week after 24 hours. And the other two oh, wow. after a week. So, sickos. 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 Uh, mine was a day late. Like, and, and my, today, like, this one will be late as hell, too. You'll probably get it, like, tonight. You guys still watched it. You're crazy. People, you know, people I, are just waiting for that, that sick, sick Batwoman chat. Graham, have you been blessed with the privilege of seeing Batwoman in her TV form? Uh, I have not. Uh, I don't <sighs> watch any of those shows, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> You get, I can't you think get why. I cannot think why. I thought you'd be glued to that sort of thing. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's like, is it? Is it like seeing? I mean, I know that uh, last time when I had you on, we had a we had an interview together, and Siri, shut the fuck up! That's not Siri. That's the girl that's tied up under Az's desk. <laughs> Her name just happens to be Siri. <laughs> Can I have some water, please? <laughs> yeah, it just happens to sound like that thing. God damn, looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, yeah, the last time I had you on, when we were talking about intellectual properties, and, and you were saying that you, you know, you that you were looking after, you felt as if you were being given something and, and you were looking after it for a bit before it gets passed on uh, to, you know, to the next person who obviously takes the story in whichever direction it is. Uh, but you always have a respect for the, you know, where it's come from, where, where, there's, where the characters have come from, whichever IP it is. Right. Uh, where the characters have come from, uh, and obviously you want to keep it in safe hands when it's, when it's uh, you know, on your lap sort of thing. So right. you... Have a look. I mean, I know you don't watch them, but when you see this kind of CW shite, do you think, oh my god, they're just destroying these franchises? They're just pissing all over, you know, decades, eighty years worth of history with this bollocks. Well, they can't do any worse than the publishing end. So I just figure, <laughs> <laughs> I just figure that uh, the 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 TV shows are a, a brand new and different audience that don't know about the comics because they've gone out of their way to not sell comics. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I I don't think it's probably having that great an impact on um, on the characters because those people never read the comics in the first place. <sighs> That is sad but true. <laughs> I don't know how many I don't know how many times we've had that discussion, Gary. Where it's just like these this, these people have no understanding of the the source material, the character, nor do or if they are, they just don't care because it's all about them. It's all about self insert or uh, I want to put in specific um, pandering X Y Z here. I'd like to know where all those superheroes get their costumes because they're all obviously buying them from the same store. Uh, they're all manufactured from the same material. They all have the same piping, the same leather. Um, so, so where are they buying these costumes? There's got to be. There's a story there. There's a TV show, the tailor to the superheroes. You know. <laughs> well, there is in um, in uh, in Titans, which isn't set in the DC in the uh, the CW universe. It's a different. A uh, different channel altogether, but in Titans, we do actually visit Dick Grayson's tailor. 
Oh, really? Uh, yeah, where, where Batman and, and, and Dick Grayson go to have their uh, their outfits made. Uh, but the CW one, I just see some haberdashery in San Francisco. <laughs> that's that's what I see. I'm thinking sequins. <laughs> you know, there's the, the kind of... Uh, yeah, sounds great. Yeah, do it. Do it. Leather. Wearing leather. Yeah, I, I'm thinking pleather everywhere. Just everywhere. Tip to toe. Everywhere. Leather. I would dead in pleather. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Set one of these in the 70s and then make it pleather. That would be mm. great. <laughs> yeah, Daredevil's costume was great when they did the Marvel Universe, did his on the. Yeah, on when they set him up. Yeah. 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 That was brilliant. <sighs> that show was the best thing they've ever fucking done. Period. Because uh, this, this week's Batwoman was essentially. Because it's now a black woman, Graham. Right. The, they, the, the, the rumors, yeah. Hired or something like that. Yeah. Well, she calls herself on Twitter black woman. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not being caught, you know, she calls herself that, Javisia Leslie. Uh and this was episode... Conan right there. Yeah. First, first one ever bought. Yeah. Why can't why can't the CW well no, sorry, why can't Savage Conan be more like the CW? That's what it should be. <laughs> yeah. Right, that is way too manly. Like this, like oh this yeah, I, I'm like buying up all the stuff that they will never make anymore now. Yeah. And, uh, they just won't. I mean, I've I've had like scattered versions of this everywhere, but now I have a complete set, and now nice. I am with it. It was up in San Francisco, and now it's with me. Somebody say drinker was in the chat. Hi, drinker, if you're in the chat, a dude. Drinker. Um, no, okay. So when this started happening on the comic shop fan end, Graham was uh really mid 2000s when after spider-man there was that first wave of hit superhero films and it kind of looked like it was on the fade and this was right before the mcu blew up and everything and it was kind it kind of looks like oh i don't know if it's gonna last much longer and it was a pretty good run that was a few years but uh you know more girls started coming in i i tried very hard to get women to shop at my store and i i gave the, i i actually gave sexist discounts did all kinds of crazy shit to get to get uh my female clientele up to 18 percent. that's where it was at for subscribers mm. uh and uh which which wasn't bad which wasn't bad but i was in san francisco but um then more and more women uh, or girls started coming in but it was straight up like we want the toys we like the tchotchkes we like the cosplay we don't like the books like yeah women women don't read the comic books for the most part and that has never changed and will never change uh and it doesn't matter how much you write them for the women or not they're not gonna they're just not gonna pick it up they don't like it they don't they're yeah. not habitual buyers it's just yeah. never gonna happen not in any significant numbers i mean there right. are plenty that do read yeah. it but uh you know uh, if you if you're saying you uh, you had an 18 percent uh you're or you were trying to get 18 percent uh it, it it's probably even less than that demographically uh you know oh, across the country. I bust yeah, I mean, them all to get that. I look at my YouTube statistics, and as much as you'd think a gorgeous man like me would appeal to women, <laughs> it's a sausage fest. You know, all our all our channels are sausage fests. Yep. Mm -hmm. And 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 God bless men for you know for coming and watching us. Um, the, it's 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 just so crazy because this isn't just in comics. This is in everything. Um, <sighs> 
people seem to think that representation equals a 50-50 split and it doesn't it doesn't work that way because people have different interests and different likes and dislikes. Look at that. Uh, and so, hello. There you go. That's a really well done tree. She's so, like, oh my god, I haven't picked up this week's episode of. Uh, I wonder this- why women don't like comics. You see that vine? Yeah. There? That's a really well drawn vine. Don't you think? I, I I like the chain work. Yeah. Uh, because I'm I'm just looking to uh to attach some some wood together to keep it sturdy, and I'm really liking that chain work. Well done. It's looking great. Sure, comics are, have been have always been a little bit sexist towards men. That's their audience. You yeah. pander to your audience. Yeah. Dreams of boys. Exactly. You want beautiful women. Uh, you want to see yourself as a, as a as a masculine buff alpha hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, you 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 know. There's nothing wrong with men uh, enjoying the power fantasy. Uh, and you know, there's there's also that sort of romantic element to it, which which people tend not to uh, talk about too much. But it's the romantic element of being the hero and saving the girl, and, and being being the protector. And I think it's very kind of very primal, very primal instinct. It go, kind of just goes back to the hunter gatherer uh, kind of primal instinct. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why. It, it gets so um, victimized nowadays and, and, and vilified. It's, it's crazy. That's awesome. Nice, fucking awesome. Tree of Woe. Yeah. The Tree of Woe, yeah. It's oh, so good. The witch shall be born. Ah. Uh, 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 a mutual viewer of ours uh, wrote an article for Penthouse. I bring it up all the time, and that's exactly what she said. I mean, for, for Doctor Who. She said, hey, the reason I watch Doctor Who is it's, it's, a, it's a fantasy of having a rich boyfriend taking me everywhere. Yeah. It's broken down to that. It was, and it was a pretty good article. And it's, it was in Penthouse, Australia, by the mm. way. Um, and, yeah, that's... And, and now that that's that's a problem. See, the problem is that's a problem. And it's not going to stay a problem. It, either it's going to kill Hollywood because and and what's already killed comics because you can't they're, they're refusing to tell these stories. These are stories that people still want. Henry Cavill, we talked about it as should be fucking Marlon Brando right now. He should be the biggest mm. fucking star on the planet. He should be they should be casting him in every single fucking movie. Now we're getting bait and switch Anola Holmes bait and switch fucking Witcher. Uh, I mean, like, how does he not have a. Uh, a Superman trilogy in production, and he should be appearing in every other DC uh, film, like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. your biggest star, and it's like, oh no, we have to balance the white males with a a, a stronger female villain, or surround him with seventeen female sidekicks who know more than he does. It's it's getting tiresome. So that's why we, you know, people are making their own shit now, and it's getting to be pretty successful. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we're reaching demographics that are that are ill-served. Uh, people that loved comics and they have no, and they love the hobby, they love the art form, but they have no place to go for them because they're constantly being lectured uh, in the stories that that are buying, and they're not cheap. Uh, and then they're being lectured by the creators online if you don't buy them. Yes, <laughs> emotional blackmail marketing. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It's not that my comic was bad. You're a bad person because you didn't buy it. Yep. Mm. Yeah, you're a, you're a, you're a, you didn't buy it. Naughty you. Uh, yeah. But then you also have the the uh, the writer, the artist now that 
you have to pass their credentials to be able to purchase their product. <laughs> you're, you're not good enough to purchase my product. You know, uh, I yeah. need a, this, 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 and this to purchase my product. I, um, I don't know if you've seen the story today, um, but uh, Innocent Drinks. Have you heard of Innocent Drinks? They make smoothies. Okay, oh. they, they, they make smoothies and stuff like that. They're called Innocent, and they uh, unfollowed on twitter um I, I i'm not trying to be disrespectful to it but she's an you know an elderly woman i'd say probably uh 70s you know into her 70s or so and uh they unfollowed her because somebody somebody tweeted it innocent uh i noticed that you follow this account and they follow about thirty thousand accounts yeah. So, uh, so probably they followed her because once upon a time she said, "Hi, I bought this innocent drink. It was lovely." Mm -hmm. uh, and they saw, oh, so this lovely old dears tweeted as this, so we'll follow her. And somebody tweeted a, a innocent drinks, and they said, uh, "This woman. Uh, oh, I noticed that you follow this woman, and uh, she has transphobic rhetoric in her in her Twitter timeline, and her pin tweet." was something along the lines of, I remember when men were men and women were women, uh, and I'm sick and tired of all this nonsense where people are pretending that you can interchange genders. And small furry creatures from Alpha Centauri were real small furry creatures from Alpha Centauri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that, that was enough. That was enough to, to spark that person off. To grass her up to innocent, and then innocent unfollowed her and released a statement saying oh, we unfollowed her. Fuck because, your smoothies. Yeah, because she fuck doesn't fucking conform. This old lady, everybody should follow her. You know the rest. You know that you know what the statement's gonna say. You know what the statement's gonna say. Yeah. Uh her worldview does not conform to our worldview, blah right. blah blah. Written by lawyers. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, very prepared statement. And it's... <sighs> There's nothing wrong with having a target audience in comics. And in comics, the target audience was men. Mm -hmm. You know? And then just because a bunch of, of horrible people, and, you know, regardless of their gender, came in and said, you know, we don't like how you're doing things much, that was the chance for people to turn around within the industry and go... Being very successful, uh, so you can fuck off. But they let them in. They let them in, and they they let them take over. And and uh, we are where we are. DC's uh, dead man walking. Uh, Marvel isn't going to be too far afterwards because uh, Disney seems to be cutting that down more and more and more anyway. And they've got eighty. Well, with Marvel, sixty years of history. Uh, and with DC, you got 80 years of history that you can call upon when there were actually some good stories. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't really need people today creating this shite that uh, th that people aren't necessarily going to go and watch. Did you, uh, did you see Wonder Woman by any chance, Graham? The new one? I, nope, didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably, I'd recommend you keep it that way. Uh, yeah. I really would. Because even I, I mean, I enjoyed the first one. Well enough. I, I like the first one. I thought it was the best thing DC had done. Yeah, I uh, I thought it was the best uh, up until the nonsense ending, but that was studio interference. Nothing yeah. really that Paddy Jenkins could do about that. We need a big thing at the end. Okay, you know, yeah. it's what studios do. But up until then, I thought it was the best constructed, uh, great environment. <laughs> 
And as ironic as it is, uh, uh, Chris, which one is this one? This was Chris Pine. Uh, Chris Pine kind of stole the show. Really, he he was he was the star of that show. He really uh, molded the characters together. He was that great sort of catalyst between everyone. Because uh, you know, Gal Gadot, she's not the greatest actress. She looks stunning uh, and and brave, but uh, you know, she has some limitations. And Chris Pine's, or you know, he's a vet. You know, he he's just a he's just a vet that oozes charisma. Mm -hmm. uh, he provided all the charisma that that others might not bring to the table, but the second one, holy shit! What happened? <laughs> yeah, I've oh. heard a lot about it, and I'm like, yeah. Jesus, how did they screw this up? Oh, easy, easy. Um, uh, bankers are making the creative decisions, and they just think the public is this trough of stupidity, and they always have, they always will, and they're like. Hey, they like the Steve Trevor in it last time. And all. I mean, they think this simply it, and it's crazy. I found this out when I worked there and I couldn't believe it. I thought, you know, like there's billions of dollars at stake in this town. Somebody, I mean, somebody somewhere has to be actually paying attention and planning shit out. No, no, no. They are. They, they, they just think like this. It's so basic. It's Gal Gadot is in a movie with uh, Chris Pine. We're going to get a billion bucks. Doesn't matter what you put in it. Put the guy uh, from uh, Game of Thrones in it. Yeah. And the funny one from the show. Put her in there. Coke all around, everyone. That's that's all they do. That's how much fucking work they put in. And they thought Patty Jenkins was the genius, not even thinking about the fact that she didn't write the first movie. No, she did not write the first movie. Great director. I thought she's a great director. I think Monster's a great film um, with, um, what's her name? South African. Char Charlize, Charlize Theron. Theron. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, I thought that was great, but yeah, she, she didn't write, you know, although she wrote Monster Monster is a, a true story. Uh, and she didn't write the first Wonder Woman. So she, I think she's shown that she's a good director. Yeah, she, she's writing this one. Holy. And Jeff, I mean, you know, Jeff Johns, Graham. He, I mean, that guy can write the front and back and sides and spine off a comic. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know what it is. He just can't seem to gel in in TV movie. It just doesn't translate. Um, Could be too many cooks in the uh, yes, you know, yes. The kitchen, you know that are just uh, tweaking and touching, and you got to add this, you know, because they Hollywood feels like to make a good movie, it's like a recipe. You add a pinch of this, you add a, a little of that, you stir it, and then you bake it, and then you got a great movie. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't work like that. No. Yeah. Singular vision, singular, or, or, or at least people stick up for their creative vision. Remember this dude on the back of fucking everything. God damn, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This feathered hair. Look at that feather. I'm so jealous of that hair. Yeah. Uh, that guy's yeah. in the 70s. Dude, yeah. I, I, like, I, I saw him on everything. Him and the other guy for the ITT school or whatever the fuck was on the back there. I read every ad. Well, dude, I'd be on these road trips with my dad. I'd be so fucking bored. I'd read every ad over and over again. Like I got I had nothing else to do. Um, I had a cassette player with like B-52s and um, a Power Records of Spider-Man. Uh, oh, that I, I remember to the Power Records. Yeah, Power Records. Yeah. So good. But, oh, so, yeah, they, they uh, Jeff Johns probably gets steamrolled there. I mean, I, I don't know the guy, but I've heard he's nice. 
And if you're nice, you get fucking steamrolled there. And if you're not like a backstabbing son of a bitch, oh, and God, like, Fisher. take a motherfucker out for your creative vision, you're not going to make it there. You're just not, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's probably he it. Seems, he seemed to have more, I think he had more freedom with Stargirl. Uh, and, and you know, obviously Stargirl's, you know, homage to his his, his sister and, and mm -hmm. a very personal side to that uh, with Jeff Johns. Uh, and it, it is better. I mean, it was it was betterly. It was much better constructed. But again, you could still feel you have to work within these limitations of the CW. You have to work within these kind of guidelines of this, that, and the other. Because we know, we know, Gary. We've seen them. We've seen the lists that have been created. That you're, you can. There's the other guy. <laughs> There's the other guy. Yeah. You can't do this with women. You can't. You can't do this with men. You, you know, there's now these rules, and oh. I think that just hampers those sort of nonsense rules. Hamper good storytelling. Drinkers in the chat. Drinkers in the chat. So he's the one who made this point. Go watch it. He, he's talking about villains. What happened to villains? And he talks about Ragnarok and the big glaring problem in Ragnarok that our hero did not get resolution against the villain. Hella beat the shit out of Thor and he didn't get to beat the shit out of her because he can't because she's a woman, even though you can, you can pit a woman against a more or, or a, a man with powers and a woman with powers against each other. And they, and they have fought, they do fight once in a while, but they didn't do it in the boys. They didn't do it in Ragnarok. They're not going to fucking do it in Dr. Strange when he's taking on Wanda Maximoff. This is going to be your balancing act for, for white males and like, and the fact, like, I, I'm going to get called all kinds of shit for, for pointing that out now until people go watch it and go, oh, shit, yeah, which the drinkers already pointed it out. Like, mm -hmm. that's the path. This is the new feminist intersectional bullshit path that, that's going to ruin the MCU. It's going to absolutely ruin it because you can't, there's things you can't do now. You can't put a fist to a woman's face, even if she's super powered, even if she's She-Hulk. Mm -hmm. oh, you can't well, put a male right. fist to a woman's <laughs> face. And he can't win because then he's a bully. Yep. You know. But what's like interesting, he's, though, he's, is he's on, on boys wrestling teams, you know, I mean, I wrestled in high school. And the last thing I want to do is wrestle a girl. It's a no-win situation. She beats you. Yeah. You get beat by a girl. You beat her. You're a bully. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about pretend. We're talking about pretend situation where yeah. two superheroes with superpowers, uh, you know, and one's a villain destroying like reality or a planet like needs to get put down and they can't do it because they can't show it then yeah i don't know what the point of making a superhero fucking story is at this point but did you notice in um is either infinity war or endgame one of them thor says i killed my sister and she's like no you didn't no you didn't you no. needed to kill the beast was set upon it you didn't you didn't. You didn't actually. You didn't do, do shit, mate. <laughs> you weren't allowed to. She you brought that on herself, as a matter of fact. If you really think about it. So, so yeah, it's it's kind of like there's a little bit of sidewalking, sidewalking there. We as the, we can say, but we can't show. But they wanted him to say that so they could further emasculate him. I fucking yeah. hate. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's look at something positive. Let's look at Graham's new book. Let's look at Graham's new book in this this right here. And some 
fucking tenets. I mean, some some wonderful those covers. Are, seriously though, in all seriousness, those covers are fucking great. They are really, really great. Fucking amazing. Speaking of great, Graham oh. Nolan's Alien Alamo. Um, now I noticed that uh, the Chinoo is closed down now. Yes. Uh, but what is a, a beauty is, so if I just jump ahead for a second, mm-hmm. uh, there is, folks, a perk that you can still pick up the Chinoo and Alien Alamo together. So if you missed out on the Chinoo, uh, which was Crane's first project, which I have right here, and I legitimately loved it. Read it in one sitting; it was just I couldn't put it down. It's just really creepy, and I don't think I didn't think you can make a comic creepy nowadays. You know, well, thought, you know what? Uh, if you, if folks that are in the chat here didn't back that and they want to get it, uh, they should get it with the Alien Alamo because these stories interconnect. Uh, all the stories in my universe are going to interconnect so that uh, they're all going to funnel towards one larger, bigger story. So I'm not doing sequels and I'm not doing um, a series, but each one's a standalone book. But mm-hmm. each one is going to be a, um, a spinoff of the next one. So in the third book called The Ghosts of Matacumba Key, uh, a major character from the Chinu is going to be the star of that that book and a major character from uh alien alamo will be appearing in it as well cruise of the dog what's that cruise of the dog cruise of the dog yeah <laughs> i had a lot of people weren't worrying that uh cruiser wasn't gonna make it well i mean well i, I you know having read the book now having read having seen it uh i can't Tell you the fate of Cruiser. That's true. In the Chinoo. I can't tell you the fate of Cruiser, but let's just say I was invested in that little doggy. <laughs> I was invested in that little doggy, and there's a little, there's a little moment in it. Hi. It, here's a little bit of trivia. Every one of the people that gets killed in that book are all friends of mine. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> the names and images are all used. Ooh. She heard me talking about a dog and then got, got panicky. <laughs> yeah, got all, all nervous. Yeah, yeah come for a little nervous. You mentioned a doggy, doggy the cruiser. Yeah, well, I mean, what I did like, really liked about the Chinoo was the fact that there was a kind of, like an earnestness to it, you know? It felt like it could, I think that's what the what made me feel a little unsettled, a bit creepy about it, was this could have been your neighbourhood. Right. Um, because of the cast of characters knowing each other, you know, there's the neighbor there, there was the married couple, uh, you know, there's obviously the local policeman, there was the lady from the diner, you know, mm-hmm. so they all they're all in connected, interconnected, you know, even if they didn't know each other personally, they would see each other around, you know, the local Hi. their local neighborhood and whatnot. Uh, and so to have that uh feel of familiarity already between them, and you could sense that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this this business of this Yeti-esque creature going around ripping off heads and ripping out hearts and eating them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, when it's set up that he's right outside the house, early doors, uh, yeah, you get this uh, sort of uh, Night of the Living Dead-esque uh, kind of vibe to it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, uh, which I really did like. I like claustrophobic um, horror. Yes, yeah, there's this, yeah, the claustrophobic element is a positive one, yeah. 
So that's how I set it up. I set it because I wanted it to have this this claustrophobic feel where it ramps up the tension. Yes. Yeah, because they're in that house. There's a huge, huge blizzard going on. And there is a big creature outside who wants to eat your face. It doesn't, doesn't actually want to eat your face. It just wants to rip it off. Yeah, he'll eat it eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah he'll get around to it. He'll get yeah. around to it. But, yeah. He's more interested in the heart first. That's the... Uh, True. That's the caramel popcorn of the uh, of the human body for it. So we've got, uh, yeah, the next book, which is Alien Alamo. And again, we're talking about aliens and cowboys. It seems to be set out in the uh, the more rustic area, shall we say. The first one's in Buffalo, so it's a, it's a real-life location. Uh, the second one, is there a specific location? Uh, it's in uh, West Texas. West Texas, Okay. Yeah, and, and the, third Johnny, you give us... the third third book is going to be in the Florida Keys. Okay, so can you give us a little a little teaser about Alien Alamo? Yeah, it's um, the aliens and the science fiction aspects is is a backdrop to the story. the 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 main thrust of the story is a relate is about the relationship of a father and son. It takes place in 1957 after the Russians had launched uh, Sputnik. And uh, Travis Houston is a World War II vet who has seen and done things in the Pacific that has scarred him. Mm -hmm. He can't relate to his son because his wife has died and he's he's uh, he's turning inward and uh, and he's not he can't relate to his kid until the meteor shower that brings the aliens. And then it brings him something that he can relate to. And that's war. And so he and his son have to reestablish their relationship together while they fight off these aliens. So it's um, it's got a lot of heart. The story's got a lot of heart uh, as we see his his relationship develop with his son, and then it'll have a lot of action with uh, with all the cool alien shit that goes on around them. Nice mods. I've just dropped the link for the Indiegogo into the chat. If you could keep uh, posting that throughout the night, that'll be. Fantastic. So we're actually going to get a positive story about a father-son relationship. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, I always need a, uh, they, they need the father. You know, they need to be shown how to grow up to be a good man. Mm. And, uh, you know, sometimes fathers and sons, you know, butt heads because many times they're very much like each other. And so yeah. you're going to have that. Um, and sometimes there's outside influences whether it be ptsd or alcoholism or whatever it may be uh can intrude on that relationship um and so this is this is this is one where um it turns out good because you know they reestablish the, their relationship and um the, the way that only combat can do oh yeah i did like the I line into the, the show just as you guys were talking about alcoholism <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's always a seat for you, drinker. There's always a seat. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't have drinker just hovering around in the chat. I had to extend extend an invite. Uh, but yeah, what I did like uh, there was a without it doesn't ruin anything or spoil anything in the chinu. But I did like a point where they they come across a shotgun, and they're just like everyone complains about guns until they need one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's, there's that kind of line there, and I did, I did chuckle. I did chuckle at that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's so and then the cop says just like cops, you know, because uh, nobody wants to see a cop till they need one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so this that's has been right. this is just released about a week or so ago. 
There's we 24, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. 24 days left. Uh, is it going to go into demand afterwards for a bit? I'll probably extend it out for uh, uh, 14 more days. Uh, 45 days seems to be the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, 60 seems too long. Uh, yeah. It becomes white noise. So what I did with the Chinoo is I extended it out another two weeks. So it went 45 days, and then it went into demand. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. And then when you're looking to fulfill, hoping to fulfill? September. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So we're going to keep that one ticking away. Uh, well, here you go, folks. There's some great – you can always buy Graham a drink, by the way. <laughs> you on the you and know, he, he will drink it. He, I like the fact that you put that there. And when I first saw it, I was like, that's a bit weird. And then I thought, no, it's not. Who doesn't want to turn down a beer? You know, you know I did that in the Chinoo, and I had 32 beers bought for me. My fuck drinker. Man, that's my, that's my kind of night, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to start an Indiegogo with just buy me a beer? Just buy me a drink? Yeah, really. <laughs> buy Keep a drinking beer. drunk. Yeah, yeah, there's no comic. It's never going to come. <laughs> just buy me a beer. Uh, so we've got digital copies. We've got Alien Alamo with a wraparound cover, $25. Hey, can um, you play the video so people can get a... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play this. this. Great video. Have we got sound, though? That's the question. I think I'm going to have to reshare that for sound. Oh, okay. Because when I uh, shared screen, I didn't share it for sound. It's great when uh, Streamlabs does that. Just do, just do it automatically. Here we go. Let's do, let's do it again. Good music, by the way. Houston's, we have a problem. <laughs> Damn, that is a great video, dude. I had, uh, I had Nick Grosh, who did my Chinoo video as well. Uh, one of the things I wanted in this is because I'm a huge, you know, 50s sci-fi fan. Yes. And my favorite movie is The Thing from Another World. And that opens with this jaunty little music, Winchester Pictures Presents, and then the Dimitri Tiamkin soundtrack kicks in and it mm. burns through to The Thing from Another World. And I said, I want that burn through if you can do that. And he nailed it. And it was so cool. <laughs> I was like 12 years old again watching that. <laughs> Well, I'm obviously going to be backing this because I love Ground to Pieces. Uh, Just backed the ninety dollar uh, one. Boosh! You did? I did. I did. Thank you, it. Gary. Well, I think I think I'm not trying to outdo Gary. <laughs> I'm not trying to outdo Gary. <laughs> Please do. 
I think this. I think this time I've got to go for a head sketch. Oh, excellent! I I just I don't think I can I can go without a head sketch this time. So yeah, I think I'll I think I'll be doing the two hundred. Somebody has an inferiority complex. It's not. It's not that. It's not that. It's. it's I need to have a Graham Nolan original piece. I have to. <laughs> yes, you I do. Have to. This, this, this is the guy that I, I used to rush to the shop as a kid to get the next detective comic, to just get Graham, you know, Chuck Dixon's writing and Graham Nolan's artwork. That, you know, God. Oh, this guy's made me money. Thanks, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm playing something again. <laughs> 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 Get the shit out of me! <laughs> we gotta look at. Uh, wait, we'll, we'll wait till his ads down. Show all that. Okay, first. so yeah, mods. If you could keep sharing the link, that would be absolutely fantastic. And we'll have another little plug towards the end as well, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's looking great. It's looking fun. And if it's anything like the Chinoo, uh it's going to be a belter because the Chinoo was great. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, I want to. Uh... I want all my books to have that same look, you know, so I'm hoping we'll hit those stretch goals so that we can get the, the, uh, the perfect binding and, you know, mm. I don't want to do a saddle stitch, you know, floppy comic books. I yeah. want to do yeah. beautiful bound comics with that matte coating on the, on the cover so that it feels very smooth, but not slick. You know, it has texture to it. And then like on the Chinoo there, the blood and on the logo, it's called spot varnish. So, You've got this really glossy spot varnish on those pieces, and it really makes it pop. Mm, uh, that, that was actually one of the things I loved about the Chinoo is it, it's in black and white apart from the blood. Right. So right. It, the whole comic is black and white, but every time there's blood, it's red. Right. And it's just very clever, very well done. Yeah. Now, uh, Alamo will be uh, full color. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, this one's good. Yeah, I can see. So, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it, 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 it needs great. full color. But also the black and white for the Chinoo uh, added to the cold. It, I think it added to that yeah. cold. Uh, and there's uh, no color in a blizzard. Mm. You know, when, when there's a blizzard, you almost have no color, no depth perception. Yeah. Uh, so it, it seemed like the perfect fit for it, too. Uh, I'm going to change the subject now. Uh, gentlemen, this is the question to all of you. Have you uh, ever heard of a, a TV series from the 80s called The Equalizer? Yep. Oh, yeah. Edward yep. Woodward. Yep. Edward Woodward. Watched every damn episode. You can watch it for free on NBC.com. Uh, I think they did four oh. seasons, and they ended up doing four yeah, seasons of it. I remember watching as a kid. It was one of those shows every week uh, that would sit down and watch. Edward Woodward, The Equalizer. Um, and Wise <laughs> Guy. It, it was, I think it was Equalizer and Wise Guy. We're on. I don't know if it was the same day. It felt like it was the same day, but uh, probably wasn't. Well, I noticed it was ITV. Yeah. It, it was ITV for us. And uh, yeah, you know, when, when that series finished, they didn't do anything with it. You know, the, the series ended. Edward Woodward went on, you know, he was went on to do other things. Uh, and then um, nearly 30 years later, they, they make uh, an Equalizer movie. Uh, 2014, I think it was, and uh, starred Denzel mm -hmm. as uh, yeah. as Robert. And uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking 30. Any put it this way, anything that stars Denzel Washington is is fine in my book because that guy's quality. 
You know, he's absolute quality. You haven't touched the franchise for 30 years. Fine. Change it up. That's, that's a, you know, I, I don't see anything wrong when there's that sort of length of time between, uh, yeah. bet- you know, between versions of, of it. You know, sh- sure, switch it up. And, uh, you know, and he's playing Robert McCall. And I thought the first sequelizer film was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. And uh, then they made a sequel, 2018, uh, which had Pedro Pascal in, in it. Let's just get the guy from Game of Thrones. Uh, it had Pedro <laughs> Pascal in it. And uh, it wasn't, you know, not, I don't think it was as good as the first one, but uh, it was still a great film. Uh, I thought it's still a great movie and, and, and great little revenge, you know, looking after the small, you know, looking after the, the little people that it, that it has. Well, the, the Equalizer folks is coming back uh, as a new TV series. And it's going to debut. <laughs> Graham's already laughing. <laughs> it's going to this debut. This is genius casting. Genius. Yeah, oh, yeah, this is perfect casting. What are you talking about? This is going to debut uh, the night of the Super Bowl after the Super Bowl on CBS, uh, which is the big boy CW. That's, you know, that's the big boy CW. Oh, CBS has garbage as CW now. Let's just call a spade. And so you've got Edward Woodward, you know, who's, uh, who was, you know, man's man. He did uh, Wicker Man and all that kind of stuff before uh, the Equalizer. So man's man. Then you got Denzel again, man's man. Uh, really, really kind of dark version of Robert McCall. A drinker. I'm just going to throw it to you first in case uh, you want to have a guess. Who do you think they've cast as uh, as as Robert McCall for the Equalizer this time? Please bet it, let it be Brie Larson or Tessa Thompson. <laughs> oh, you're, not you know, far you're not far <laughs> off. You're really not. Uh, it's actually Queen Latifah. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Queen Latifah is playing Robin McCall. Because they've not just gender changed, they've got to change the name as well. Because kind of a, a woman called Robert, said Ryan Wilder and Michael Burnham. Couldn't uh, be Roberta. Yeah, Robert. Rob- oh, yeah, do you know they missed a trick there, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They missed a trick. It should have been Roberta McCall. Well, it's CBS. It's not like they thought about it for very long. That is very true. Uh, I don't care if this this uh, stream gets uh, claimed. Uh, I'll just cut it out later. Would you love to see the uh, the trailer? Oh, yeah, because when I think vengeance, I think overweight osteoporosis. That's what I think. <laughs> Where do you see the fight? I think type 2 diabetes for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, just great to just wait to see the fight scene because, uh, yeah. wow, she's uh, she's every like, bit the middle aged overweight woman that you think she is when she's fighting. Hey, she's a strong, independent woman. What are you talking about? Look at this, she's gonna prove it right now. Where do you see her hit the punching bag? Is this gonna be better than Clarice? Say hello. Well, we talk about Clarice later. Got that lined up. Who the hell are you? Neighborhood watch. Maybe you should mind your own business. I've tried. Oh, blah. <laughs> yeah, they, they got They got to do really. Makes it look like she's moving fast. She dropped her keys. She can't even pick it up. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This new side yours is raising questions. The company must be pretty desperate if they sent your skinny ass up here. Well, they figured you'd kill anybody else. <laughs> so 
Robin. You're the best they had. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. I'm using my powers for good. What powers? Now I have a feeling this is not a social call. I need your freaky ass superpowers. One, two, three, hit it! This world is just looking for a reason to put a young black girl on that. Oh, no! Of course, they had to mention it. I love the way she kicks the. She can only get her leg up about two inches to get the door in. He's already pulling back the post. Oh, I want to see a run. If anyone can. Don't worry, she didn't get far, but she looks like. After the Super Bowl! Desperate with no way to turn. Damn. Oh. To me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, these fight scenes are gonna have 85,000 cuts in them. Yep. Uh, the thing is, right? Like older, overweight, middle-aged people, there are there are very few actors that can pull off action scenes when you're of those dimensions and that age. You know, like Ving Rhames was a guy who could do that because he was a big, muscular bruiser. Yeah. Um, Michael Clark Duncan was another guy because, again, he was massive and you could pull mm. off the, the strength and stuff of it. Queen Latifah just looks like a tired, middle-aged woman that cannot be arsed with this stuff. Like, she's the worst person you could have picked for a role like this. I think you're racist. I think you're bigger. <laughs> I think she's the greatest thing in the world. I think this show is going to be the biggest TV show ever. Go on, Graham. Go on. I'm... Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying you forgot misogynist. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. point. Good point. Um, Goes without saying. Goes without saying. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and be all those things. This is utterly ridiculous. Queen Latifah would get murdered, uh, 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 like on the streets if she wasn't surrounded. And like she's probably actually been on them when she was younger, and she probably could hold her own back then. But like not fucking now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, there's okay. The streets, the streets, man. They're filled with the little thing called baby rattlesnakes. Uh, That's what I used to call them. Baby rattlesnakes, the you know the whole uh, lore that a, a baby rattlesnake doesn't know when to like unclamp its bite, so it's much more dangerous than a real rattlesnake. At least that's what they tell the little kids in Southern California to stay away from them. Mm. That's what the kids are on the streets. They're fucking dangerous. They're the idiots. They're the dumb ones. They're the ones who don't think things through. They're the ones who'll shoot you in the fucking head for for no reason uh, and uh, not give a shit. So yeah, old people can't. It's it's stupid as fuck. Verisimilitude is an important thing that's completely lost nowadays. Sure, it could be a lady, but like, I don't know. I was looking at the Chris Hemsworth picture of Thor yesterday, and I saw how massively fucking yoked he was. He looked huge. I think bigger than he's ever been. Like his arms for the, new, for the new film, yeah. For, for yeah, so yeah. I, and I think it had to do with like he's doing the whole Hogan thing, and then he was doing Thor. So he's fucking massive right now. And then I'm thinking, then I thought of that Brie Larson workout video where she's got like the uh, the nine inch pythons. Uh, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, why do the dudes have to work out and not the women? You know, uh, I I just saw Queen Latifah punch hitting the punching bag. That was probably a stunt woman doing that. You it know? was probably a stunt uh, punching bag. 
Yeah, I didn't, mean, make but, it. But Gary, home. Gary, didn't you see Brie Larson pushing that truck across flat ground with the handbrake off? That there was, was a really incline drinker. There was a half inch incline on that street. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 ridiculous, and and they're not thinking it through. And they're it, it, that's Hollywood. Though. I just talked about how much they think about shit. They don't. They don't think about anything. They're like, ah, Queen Latifah, she's black and famous. Put her in the show. Who is is this for? She's got a good agent. That's all you got to say. I mean, she's got a good agent. I haven't thought about her in years. So, you know. Did she have a talk show? Like, she had a talk show, right? Like like an Oprah-type talk show. Did she? I think she did. I remember that. I, I remember her being in a couple of movies like back in the early 2000s, like Hollow yeah. Man. She was in that. Yeah. Uh, and then basically nothing since then. So I thought yeah. like she's probably just retired or like, you know, gone on to other things. <laughs> and then she pops up in this, like clearly like at least 50 years old, you know, overweight, out of shape, tired, can't be bothered. And, <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to believe that she's this badass cop. I yeah, she's got so, all so the attitude, you know. But none of the skills. But but Chris Noth said she's the best. The well, bestest ever. She's the best oh. ever. After he after his amazing performance in Doctor Who, yeah, his oh career, yeah, his career's doing doing well. And when he called Chris Noth skinny, you know, then that's is she having a go at her own weight. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's it's uh, it's ridiculous, and that's CBS. I can't wait to to see it. This is the same network that brings us Star Trek Discovery and and Star yeah. Trek: The Last Jedi of Star Trek. Yeah, well, not surprised. You've got to admire their sheer determination, though. Like oh, these shows, just like fail time after time, but they just keep going with it. It's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I this, uh, a solid one water. season. <laughs> what was that, Graham? I hate to pour water on everybody, but Star Trek died in 1973 with the end of the animated series. That's oh, it. Boy. It was over right then. You know, that, that that's where the original series ended when the animated series ended, because that was written by all the original writers and stuff. It was, it was great. Shitty animation, but great stories. Then, then next generation. I love, I like you, had, you had the original movies as well. They were good. The original movies? The the original yeah, yeah the movies. Yeah, the that's movies. what uh I didn't care for them. I know. They, the, the the when they changed their uniforms to hide their midriff, uh, you know, I thought that was a terrible thing. The color schemes and everything in those movies were terrible. Didn't like I them. Loved them. I loved them. You know what we don't need? Stuff like this anymore. It's just too <laughs> masculine. And uh, I'm glad it's gone. Look at all that. It's toxic. Stop, get that toxicity off our screens, Gary. Well, I'm going gonna, 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 <laughs> to have a punt here, Graham, that you, you're not a Discovery fan. No. 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 Did you did you try and watch Discovery at all? I did. I, I watched a couple of episodes on an airplane. Uh, and <laughs> that was all I needed. I was like, God, these Klingons are horrible. This uh, it just ugh. didn't do it. No, I think it up quite nicely. No, no. The uh, the the uh, the remake Star Star Trek movies with uh, Chris Pine 
I mean, that's like they should have just called that frat boys in space because mm. it, it didn't have any connection to any type of military protocol that they used no. to have in the original Star Trek. You know, everybody had an opinion on the bridge. You know, everybody's questioning the captain. You know, but come on, man, you do that. You're going to find yourself in the brig. But if you don't, if you don't have a thousand people talking at once and a billion explosions going on at the same time, right. how are people going to be entertained, Graham? Well, and, there's, and a little thing. there's this little thing that they don't use anymore. It's called story. Hey, there it is. There's the one. There's the word. There's the word. Yeah, you write <clears throat> a story. Mm. Yeah, you don't. You, if you tell a good story, people are interested. We're not all fucking retarded. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, how many seasons? I just want to, just so we can close up on the equalizer. How many seasons are we giving the uh, the equalizer? Not even one. <laughs> I'll give a You're solid one. Half... <laughs> I'm going to give a solid one. Yeah, one and out. Renewed. Yeah, but and you're uh, Gary. You're going for a half season cancellation. Half season cancellation. They're going to see the rating shit after the Super Bowl, and they're going to go, "Oh man." Yeah, but it might get a good Super Bowl pop for the first episode. It's the second episode ratings I want to see. We're assuming that a lot of people are going to watch the Super Bowl. I mean, NFL ratings are down for the most part, you know, and it's going to be a mm. Super Bowl with twenty thousand people in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's gonna be terrible. And uh, yeah, I was yeah, gonna ask you Tom Brady, though. Played in an empty stadium, basically. Yeah, it, it is yeah. Tom Brady. Though. Tom Brady will bring uh, his milkshake. Will bring the girls to the yard. So a lot. Jeremy will be uh, stroking it for four hours straight. Maybe take a break during the commercials. Uh, by the way, uh, Miss, Mrs. Nerdrotic knows Tom's Tom Brady's mom, and. Uh, <laughs> Very well now. She had cancer, but she's doing very well. Oh, yeah. your your wife's trying to teach me how to use um, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I wish her all the luck in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is how you do a story. So I just grabbed the nearest thing to me uh, to do a story, <laughs> and the nearest thing was a mug that says "fuck off." Yes, there you go. Like, oh, no, wait, what if she thinks I'm telling her to fuck off? From, oh, she won't. She knows you. So I panicked. I panicked for a minute then. Oh, dude, I'm her husband, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of ratings, we've had the uh, the new Batwoman adjusted ratings. Oh, they're adjusted already. They are adjusted, or yeah, as expecting them for tomorrow, but they are adjusted now. And uh, surprise, surprise, they have been adjusted uh, down. Down, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Again, uh, and this is the uh, the cracking, uh, cracking three episodes so far of the new season. Point six five nine, point six two one, and point seven zero eight. Oh, so they. Um, oh, can, so can they I just point out? And I, I, mm. I don't, I don't wish to blow my trumpet here or anything, but more people watched my review. Of the yes. first episode than actually watched the episode. Yes. That's tragic, wow. man. I actually mentioned that in a live stream drinker as well. I said that your video on the on Batwoman's first episode had more viewers than the episode had. Oh, dude, I guarantee you, if EFAP drinker, you and I, and uh who else is covering this? I don't want to leave anybody Jay Longbone. out. Jay Longbone stops Mola. covering. 
well, there will the be a dip in ratings. There will be a massive dip in ratings. Yeah. <laughs> well, like half of their audience. So but the the biggest rating of the season was this week. No, no American football to um because of the cross-pollination between the two. Uh no no American football to get in the way. So they got they gained about eighty thousand. If I was to I'm gonna play a little game again. I like these little games. If you're gonna take that 0. 0.708 and place it into season one in the ratings. Bearing in mind that season one ratings were appalling, yeah. Where do you think that would sit? At what point in the season, you mean? Yeah, there's, there's 20 episodes. Uh, where, if you inserted that into the ratings in season oh. one, where would it come in out of the 20 well, episodes? I looked, I looked, so I can't answer that because I know. The oh, okay. So yeah, I assume like the last few episodes of the season will see a boost because it's like coming to the finale. So I would probably say about episode 15. Of season one. Grand don't give a shit about this crap. And I don't blame him either. Um, this would have come 17th. Oh, it wasn't far off. So their best episode would have <laughs> so far out of the three <laughs> would hit 17th out of a terrible Jesus Christ. This this series can't buy a view. No. Now, is is that girl the same character as she was in the first season, or has mm -hmm. she has the character been replaced as well? Her character's character been replaced. Yeah, I think they're gonna probably eventually recast her to put her uh, uh just for like a one scene or something to send her off in the sunset so they don't have to bury their gays. Uh because you can't sure. kill gay people anymore. So the first but that that one was gay, now the second one's black and gay. But is she and gay? gay? Yeah, yeah, she's black well, and gay. So evidently, you got to be gay to be bat Batwoman. Well, there was oh, a yeah. straight woman in season one, and it was hinted this week that she's also had some minge. So she's at least bisexual now by the looks of it. Okay. Uh, Sophia Raja, Raja Girl. Because that makes great character. Raja Girl. Well, uh, it was that yeah, female fake Rachel Gould was um was uh, was nobbing Alice at some point as well. Yep. And she's got uh, her last last Jedi Luke henchman. Um, yes. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her, her Jesus <laughs> Jedi's, as I call them. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I guess. Oh uh, yeah. And, and Mary... See, I've heard people suggest that like this, the entire show is just some kind of tax write-off, and mm. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, a they actually leader? wanted to fail, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, like I don't know if they're trying to dispose of revenue or if it's some kind of money laundering scheme or something. But it's almost like you just put a show out there. It doesn't matter how shit it is. Just we need to like launder this drug money through it or something. And like you know, ninety percent of the budget will just be like below the line. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Man. That's that's what B movies were back in the day. They were lost leaders for lost movies and uh, coke habits of producers. Mm. Oh, absolutely. How about Rachel Girl? Rachel Girl. That was I. So I just said that's what oh. I called her. That's oh, my that's my name for her. Gosh, Rachel Girl. Rachel Girl. I've just been thinking of something. <laughs> Clever enough to repeat. I, I tweeted it like the night it came out. I'm like, Raisha girl. That's oh, my. Who, by the way, was what? Four foot ten? Four foot ten, maybe. Because <laughs> he was shorter than all the short people. By and, miles. 
and she's supposed to be the most feared person mm. like, on the planet. Like, if mm. she wants you dead, you'd be dead already. She can get mm. you anywhere. She can get superheroes, and she's four foot ten, little sprite with beautiful hair. What character is this? Uh, it's it's uh, fake so- racial ghoul. It's yeah, it's it's Raisha girl, but it's Safia. She was a character that premiered in Batwoman number one in the new 52. You know oh. what the new 52 was, Graham? It was shit. It was all garbage. It was, <laughs> it was a mess. Yeah. Uh, and it, like I had to sell that garbage in my store and I fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. I have new 52 PTSD. Uh, there was like one one or two books that were OK, but uh most of them were uh, SJW garbage before SJW Marvel. And uh, yeah, that's where she came from. Okay. Yeah. When do you think this is going to go? What? This whole season? Batwoman. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be boring as fuck. It's, it's already boring. It's like there wasn't even enough to. If I review the video, uh, the show, it, it'll be seven minutes, five minutes. That Like nothing happened. Alice and, and Sophia sat on a table and reminisce mm. about you know scissoring and bumping clams for like an hour, and then um, uh, Victor's ass, which 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 was the best thing in it. Like yeah. honestly, like when he said, "Oh, your gun's on safety," and then he grabbed it and shot the guy in the head. That was a, I'm like, that was good, mm-hmm. good. That was very good. The guy's like head blew up, right? I'm like, awesome. But that was like the only thing I could compliment about the show. He was the best part in it. So I was rooting for the serial killer to kill everyone yeah. on that show. <laughs> I, I, that that was it but um no uh um javisha leslie's better than ruby rose but she's like better you because you have somebody who can't act at all and somebody who can act at a high school level uh and she yeah. shows belly button and she's got she's hot she's i mean she's hot there's, there's nothing wrong with that but then there's the surrounding cast which is this there to talk about their feelings and hallways and like nothing fucking happened she beat up Victor's ass. She kicked him harder than Batman. That was my favorite line. I haven't been kicked that hard since Batman. Uh, oh, yeah. I just went, shut the fuck up, show. And then, um, yeah, then it ended with a bunch of feelings and Alice and uh, lesbian number one, uh, POC lesbian number one, and Alice have to team up to uh, do something, right? I don't care. I don't oh, and they care. mentioned Jack Napier. Jack Napier. Uh, yeah, he created a piece of art that Sophia bought, taken. I don't I yeah. don't give a fuck. I don't care. All I know is next week they're going to fuck up Black Mask. Yes, they are. I'm how, how terrifying Black the, Mask used to be. I mean, how do they get the rights to these characters? How do they get the, the even the ability to fuck them up? Like, if I was DC, I'd be like, no, you're not getting anywhere near any of these people. You know, if you want to have some shitty antagonists for your show, you're going to have to make up your own, my friend, because you ain't screwing up our ones. Well, yeah, but it's all DC. I mean, it's Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. The WB's Warner Brothers. So, you know, the Warner Brothers, the parent company of DC, and AT&T is the parent company of that. So it's all one big happy family. You want that character? Sure. We'll ruin it's insane. It. I mean, at least you know you, you look at the Marvel TV shows. You like a you look at One Division. It's a pretty good show, you know. And they obviously put a lot of thought into that. There's quality control in place there to make sure they don't dishonor these characters, and they actually use them effectively. Great. Mm. There's just nothing at Warner Brothers. Like they just 
anything goes. You want to you want to take this character that's been around for decades and just have your own horrifying spin on them that completely ruins them. Yeah, go for it. We don't care. Pass me my next bag of coke, please. That that has that has been Warner Brothers since the beginning. Oh. I mean, like it doesn't matter who owns Warner Brothers, they've always had an itchy trigger finger. They've never known what to do with their characters. Occasionally they'll have a success because they allow some of that freedom and they don't do that quality check. Like they they lucked into Chris Nolan. Like that the whole well, Chris I Nolan was, thing is your luck. I mean, I was uh, when I did my, my video on um, Superman Lives. And like actually learning the story about what almost happened with that movie, like the thought process behind it, it was just insanity from start to finish. You know, can we have like a giant robotic spider in it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Can we have Nick Cage? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fine. Whatever. It's just. Did you have you gone back? Insane. And, have you gone back, pieces, have you gone back and looked into what happened between Superman One and Superman Two? That, that uh, no. of all time, okay? Because so when Superman, I don't know how old you are, drinker, but Graham, when Superman the movie came out, it was as big as Star Wars. It was the biggest fucking thing that came out that year. Every person on the planet, I I, I traveled the country that year as a weed little lad with my dad, and everybody had Superman shirts on. It was and and if Superman two hit, it would have been huge, but it didn't because between Superman one and Superman two, by the way, which were filmed back to back by Donner. There was some bullshit that went. Uh, some bullshit went down with Donner and the producers. Donner backed out of the project. Marlon Brando wouldn't allow him to use their likeness. Christopher Reeve was involved in this kerfuffle and somewhat. So they brought in a Beatles director to reshoot the fucking movie. John Williams was gone, and you got Superman two, which was this silly fucking. You know, I still liked it, but it was silly and it wasn't good. It was uh, not good. And there's the Donner cut out there, which is fucking great. And that the world didn't get to see until many, many years later. And that's how Warner. That's that good. Yeah, I love the Donner cut. The Donner cut. You haven't seen it. Oh, well, you got to see it. Okay. They restore the Marlon Brando footage. Uh, there is uh, there is some test footage because Christopher Reeve was dead that they had to put in to fill a scene. So it's really obvious. So they restored the John Williams music. Marlon Brando. Uh, got rid of the silly shit, uh, the whole fucking Paris uh, Eiffel Tower thing in the beginnings, not there anymore. Oh. And it worked out because remember he put the, the the bombs in space at the end of Superman the movie, and that's what frees, uh, that's what frees General Zod and Non and Ursa, played by. Oh, okay. So it's not the elevator with the bomb in it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And, and it's and it, and they were filmed back to back, and it was it was beautiful. And I saw the panel at Comic Con, and he explained the whole process and explained what went down with the Salkins and everything. And it's Warner Brothers being fucking stupid. They never knew who to side with, and they're just bad owners. They're bad owners. They've always been bad owners. They can have people re uh, that whole building at Warner Brothers can recycle, and they're still Warner Brothers. They have this personality. They don't know what to fucking do with Batman and Superman. It's how stupid they are. And they could have had a, a shared universe back then, back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. You know, if if mm -hmm. Donner's there's, there's a reality where Donner's Superman 2 came out and then there was a Keaton Batman and a Flash and all, all this shit happened right way before Marvel got to it. Uh, well, you have what to, might yeah, have been, eh? Sorry, go on. Go on, drinker. No, that was all I was saying there is uh, what might have been like, yeah. Uh, 
you know, it, they were doing something similar with um, with Superman Lives. The plan was that it was going to somehow tie into the Joel Schumacher Batman uh, movies, which would have just been <laughs> amazing. <laughs> right. Not for not in a good way. No. Yeah. Well, that's, I love that documentary. Uh, the the was it the Death of Superman Lives or whatever it is it's the. Uh, that's it. Didn't uh, Robert Martin Burnett's buddy do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, before he died. Before he died, which is, uh, yeah. yeah, died a couple of years back, which is real shame because it's such a good documentary. Was it the death? Oh, the, the, yeah. Death of Superman Lives or something along those lines, but it's such a great watch. And oh, um, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's really detailed. Like, I, I was trying mm. to take that, take all the background research and try and condense like a two hour documentary and like into a 10 minute video. And damn, there was just so much that, there. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Do that. But that's, that's a bit crazy. Right. I'm going to go through a few uh, super chats. Yeah. While we're here. Um, and then we'll get on to the, uh, the next topic. Uh, so if I were you, I'd get a nice Chianti and some fava beans. Ready. Okay. You get it. You get the drift. <laughs> uh savage sword a uh, great coach with ten dollar super chat hail issuing a formal challenge to the cw for the remainder of this season of batwoman <laughs> to have just one episode go by without ryan wilder mentioning race once oh they can't happen. nobody nobody can do it in any of their shows it's no it's- uh, this Superman show, you guys, you got uh, everybody setting themselves up for disappointment. It, just because it looks like, for one, they tried to make it look like Man of Steel. It's like, really? Is that what you want to do? But it looked good. The trailer looked good. Um, Lois will be complaining about the fucking wage gap within the first two minutes of that fucking show. Trust me. <laughs> she complained about well, it. I'm, I'm convinced they're going to make that younger son a, a, a they, them. Oh, I, I'm so with you on that one. I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Wow. They're really making him try to look as nondescript as possible, aren't they? Today, I am bagging and boarding with uh, My Lights 2. My Woo! Lights 2. Uh, these are the magazine size. Not cheap. Not cheap. Purchased at a local comic book store. I paid a little bit more money for them, but I kept a local person who was paying taxes, uh, who has a family uh, in business and not adding to Jeff Bezos's billions of dollars. Fuck Jeff Bezos. And that shop is Southern California Comics. Well, hang on. I got their card. I'm supposed to. I'm sorry. I'm plugging something on your show, bud. But uh, there you go. Southern California Comics. Jamie Newbold's the owner right there. If you want back issues, you can go to SoCalComics.com. Ships worldwide. And he's got fucking everything, man. This guy's the best comic shop in California. This is my, uh, this guy right here. He's my Yoda. He was my Yoda. So uh, tell them I sent you and they'll give you no discount, but you can get some shit. <laughs> well, the High Republic are fucking up Yoda, aren't they? Um, <clears throat> oh, so many fun things <clears throat> happening to all the characters we love. Uh, weird how Kate didn't in 2019, uh, what, talk about how white she was. No, she just kept, no, Kate's thing was, she kept saying, I'm, Super gay. That was her thing. She wasn't just gay. She was <laughs> super gay. I don't know if you're aware, but I'm super gay. Okay, Kate, we get it. We get it. We get it. Even though Ruby Rose is like, what? What's the difference? I mean, it's like being super heterosexual. It's like I'm super hetero. 
when I have sex, I think I... of another woman as well. <laughs> I think of. Because <laughs> I'm going to so... say that out loud. Just the thought, you know. Um... <laughs> um, you know. Oh dear goodness! I really me. love uh, the fabrics. Uh, really, the clothing in this—they they did a good job painting. Sandals, right there. Yeah. Older, was it? No place to hide in that. No. <clears throat> Thank goodness. I got I'll be right back. I just got to go get the dog out. She's out scratching at oh, the door. Right. Yeah, I thought you had some animal. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no problem, Graham. I'm gonna wish through some super chats anyway. Uh, Nikki D with a five dollar super chat. Carol Danvers has now got the power of Doctor Strange and Thor in the comics. Think she'll be this OP in her returning film. Yeah. More so, that. they'll just they'll give her the power of every Avenger ever and every antagonist. Just well, they did it why not? Recently, she went through yeah. all the Avengers, taking all of their shit. Why not? I mean, she's just she's a god, essentially. Like she's completely indestructible. She can do anything. No one cares. the The stronger you make a character, the less interesting you make them. So fuck it, whatever. I agree. Mm. She's just the least interesting character in comics. She's never going to work. Interesting. She's never going to work because they took about they took away the one. That was not good about her is uh, Carol Danvers used to have this bubbly, fun personality, right? She used to have oh, a wow. personality. Yeah. When she was Miss Marvel, she was fine. She was fine. And she was built like a, she, I mean, you're supposed to draw her like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Yes. And they yeah. went away from that. And it what it could have worked if they didn't have uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick write for her, who was the biggest fraud in comics, by the way, that she can't write. She she straight up can't write. She can she can fuck a writer. Sorry, uh, guys, but that's what she does. Matt Fraction, she fucks a writer, but you know she doesn't actually write very well. My uh, seven, <clears throat> but fucked up my comic book industry, so I don't. Yeah, get yeah, no, I know. It's uh, I'm right with you, dude. You know you don't like my politics. Don't buy my book. No, it's fine. I don't care about your politics. Your books are just fucking shit anyway. Uh, that's why I'm not going to buy them because they're fucking shit. You you put the excuse out, but the quality isn't there. So fuck you. Yep. Uh, Jen with a five dollar super chat. Did you hear about Lady Alchemy having to raise money for a lawsuit against her ex worker on her own comic? Yeah. We need uh, to help her raise uh, monies. Uh, yeah. I mean, I interviewed her and she was talking about the problems that she had with um, the artist and how he didn't follow the guidelines that were set out and essentially he was just drawing him his comic that he wanted and so she had to step in and get rid and then he's trying to block everything and yada yada yes it seems like a right mess i thought somebody was jumping in then um just on that subject actually i'm afraid i'm gonna have to jump out just now chaps it was just a, a flying visit this evening now nah, worries dude it's great to have you just on to uh hey. to Thanks for coming on. No, it's a pleasure, guys. Uh, next time I'll try and come on for a bit longer. I'll block out a bit more time. It's all good. Right. We might. I'll, I'll you drinker, by the way, I'll, I'll get back oh. to you. Oh, okay. No problem, man. Sounds good. Because, mm, we, yeah, we might see you very yeah. soon. Yeah. 
Yes, well, hopefully so. That sounds good. I'll need to get a few drinks in for that one. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Thanks, okay, okay. Oh, no, we can't ruin it. I won't ruin it for anyone. But... <clears throat> yeah, okay. All right, dude, thanks so much. You take care of yourself, yeah? All right. I'm going to go away now. Go away now. Graham's still letting his dog out, by the way, folks. Um, Canal sensitive nipples <laughs> with a five pound super chat. Awkward question number one. Don't worry, I'll send another for Friday night tights. Where awkward is the title? <laughs> Where is the weirdest place you two have gotten laid before? Also, R.I.P. Captain Tom Moore. You can't put that next to wave. Where's the worst place you got? Where's the weirdest place you got laid? Who yeah, but R.I.P. Uh, Captain Tom Moore. God bless his fucking heart. Who? What? What? Uh, uh, there's a 100-year-old British vet who uh -huh. raised $33 million <clears throat> last year for the NHS to oh. help uh, fight the coof. And uh, he passed away uh, in hospital after contracting the coof. Oh, bless his heart, though. Yes. Going out like a fucking man. 100 years old. What an absolute legend, though. So, uh, with that wonderful, beautiful story out of the way, where's the weirdest place you've had sex, Gary? Oh, boy. I got to think about it. There's been some weird ones, dude. Um, is it the middle of a floor of a pizza hut that was only <laughs> closed? Or was it the bathroom of the same pizza hut? Or was it the back of a Chevy Chevette? And this is all at the same person, by the way. And I'm married to her. Um, and then there's the ones that I, God, I don't know if she's listening. I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> the weirdest place. Those aren't even the weirdest places. I have to think for a minute on that one. Cause it's, they've all been kind of weird places. I, I, Stuff like that. Yeah. How, um, how, how the middle of a floor in a pizza hut. That's temporarily closed. Okay. It just, it just kind of happened. It's just like, let's do this now. I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm not going to say no. I don't um, know. No, that was harder. If you think, if you know what a Chevy Chevette is, it is a very small car, and we were in the back seat. <laughs> uh, that's when I was young and that's, flexible. That's the only thing you can do, I think. <laughs> I was in Orange County in front of a bar. Uh, there is a weirder. I'll get back to you, but Rhett, yeah. I think yeah. a church for me. Yeah, church. I've done the church thing. I didn't feel good about that one. No. I, kind of icky no, no. After that one. I was like, mm. <laughs> thought I was being rebellious there. And like, I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm not even Christian, but I felt like really bad. So I felt <laughs> look at Graham's face. I'm not even going to ask Graham. <laughs> By the look on I'm not sure what I just came back to. I was just <laughs> letting the dog out for a leak. Nobody asked me this. this. Yeah. It's a super oh, chat. It was a super chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess if it's a super chat, you got to answer it. Huh? You got to answer. You got to answer. You know the pain. The pain to uh, pain to ask the questions. Yep. You got to give them the answers. Uh, Chuck Senhausen with a five dollar super chat. Two part chat. Uh, is it weird to be ecstatic when the drinker gives your comment a uh, love heart or whatever? In this case, his production hell video for Superman lives. No, drinker's awesome. Uh, <laughs> 
And then part two with another $5 super chat. Here it is. I'm surprised, but Tim Burton didn't just give Johnny Depp a bunch of steroids for this instead. Can't wait for your Cobra Kai review. And he got the drink. He gave him a heart. Gave him a heart for that, and he's made his day. That's good, dude. There you go. You were noticed. Senpai noticed you. Uh, Mr. Tickle Trunk with a two Canadian <clears throat> super sticker of a love hardy doggy. Good to see you, man. Uh, as shows his Eiffel Tower with a five-pound super chat. Is it wrong that Android 18 looks hot? Um, asking for a friend. No. It's fine. I'm just going to say. Uh, Nathaniel Larson with a five-dollar super chat. It must be gay Santa time. Ah. Oh. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, uh, yeah. We need to get going on that, don't we? need to sit down and talk about it. Yeah, that, we have to do it this month. Let's just say yeah. this month it has to get going. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Man of War, Neighbor of the Beast. Uh, Man of War 665, I should say. Neighbor of the Beast. Uh, the $20 Super Chat. Apologies, Gary, for being so manic about the Mexico 112 Conan. Now delayed oh, to May, July. I bought it. Have you got it though? I, uh, well, I, 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 uh, uh, I don't know if I got to check my, uh, I, I think I do. I haven't, I've have a bunch of mail. I haven't opened yet. So I think okay. I got it already. Well, uh, he said it's now delayed till May and May to July. Oh, it is now. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I paid for it. In Just true play. 2021 fashion, uh, I'm take no responsibility. I blame plastic crack enablers like, as an RMB, and thanks to Graham, I'm now in AA. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, Graham is going to be on Hot Toys uh, two weeks tomorrow. That's going to be fun because I bet Graham's got some some little doozy squirreled away in your uh, your years of uh, of everything. But you got some great Bane. You got surely you got some great Bane stuff. Yeah, I got some. I got some Bane toys. Yeah, yeah. They 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 tend to send the stuff to us. They don't send us the really great statues. But uh, <laughs> well, I'll get uh, the Lego Bane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally unstable amphibian with a five pound super chat as an RMB have me hooked. On one in six scale figures. Now I live in hope that someday somebody will release the table of five from Hawk the Slayer. Um, <clears throat> I bet you, I bet you, I bet you some third party studio will. You can now have stuff made mm. uh, if you if you're willing to take the time and put the time into it. There's a there's a Russian guy who does head sculpts. You can make your own. Yeah. You can make a one six scale version of yourself. And then you, yeah, uh, you just provide the bodies, etc. Uh, but we got some, we got some stuff for tomorrow, folks, to talk about. Holy cow! And if you follow me on Instagram, which I barely touch, by the way, but if you follow me on Instagram, I put up a little teaser for tomorrow of one of the things that's going to be showed off, and it's a beaut. And I'm looking at it right now. Good. Um, plumbers. Teaser. Hey, teaser. Teaser. Yeah, yeah. I, I can. 
I can't tease anymore. But if you see, if you go to, if you go to, if you go to Instagram, there's a, there's a sexy, sexy, there's a sexy picture. <laughs> nice little teaser, teaser. God, those covers are just so good, Gary. Yep. Uh, Plumber's butt crack with two Canadian. Hey, Az and Gary, love you guys. Thank you. And Roger Haynes with a two Canadian super sticker of a thumbs up. Thank you, Roger. Uh, Jens Jurgensen with 50 Danish Corona. As you need to watch Resident Alien on Sci-Fi. I've got a few people have been uh, hounding me to watch that show. Have you seen it? You seen? It. I saw you on Instagram saying that you're watching it. Have you seen it, Graham? I have. I've seen the commercials for it, and it looks interesting. Uh, I yeah. just haven't had the time to actually sit down and watch it yet. It's pretty yeah. good, but it's on Siffy, so it's going to get canceled. Don't get too attached oh. to it. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, that shit's that one then. But I give it a thumbs up. <clears throat> uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I will watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it before Friday night tights. Uh, Andrew Matthews with five pounds super chat. As tell Graham about the kryptonite on Batwoman. Oh god. Oh god. Oh yeah. Oh, right. Okay, Graham. Just follow the logic train here, okay? All right. So uh, Batman has a bat suit created. It's uh, perfection, according according to Luke Fox, Lucius's son. Uh, Ruby Rose's Batwoman comes into the fray because he's been missing for three years now. Uh, she says it will be perfection when it fits a woman. Da 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 da. da. Uh, so they they take the Bruce Batman suit and adapt it to fit Ruby Rose's Batwoman. The only thing that can penetrate the Batsuit is kryptonite. Okay. I'm not seeing the logical leap there, but... No, neither are we. Why is kryptonite... Uh, what, are you going to use kryptonite to kill Batman now? Yeah. Yeah. So kryptonite's the only thing technically that can kill Batman or mm -hmm. Bat Whammon or Black Whammon or whichever Whammon is in a black suit. Uh makes no sense at all. <laughs> and it, it, it started off in season one. There was a there was a story out that there was a gun. There is a weapon. That is the only thing that can that can go through the bat suit, and then they came back for the second half of the season. They went, "Oh no, actually, it's kryptonite. <laughs> kryptonite is the only thing that can." Yep, fucking retarded. And, and, oh, and that gaping hole in her face where she talks out yeah. of in her mask—you could yeah. shoot her in the face anytime you want. That's why it's dumb to make the bat suit bullet bulletproof in the fucking first place, man. <laughs> Doesn't the bat suit have a natural weakness to the color yellow too? Yeah, yeah it should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's Parallax is the, the only yellow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If Hal Jordan wrote Batman for the CW, <laughs> yeah, it's about as logical as as that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Batman, he has a, a powering. I don't, I just, they don't care, Graham. They just want to run around going, we're gay and black. That's all they give a fuck about. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I'll be damned with the characters. God damn, that's beautiful. Oh, asterisk. An obelisk. Nice. Mm. And Cerebus. Cerebus <laughs> as well, yeah. And EC. A bit more vicious than some Doctor Who. God damn it. Nice. Ah. Oh. Comics were such more fun back in those Fuck days. yeah. I got a good book, Doctor. Ah. How many of those did you buy? Uh, no, I have a whole, I have full run. I have full run. Right, I, I, what are you bagging right now? What, what did you oh, just buy? I'm bagging, I'm bagging my one through 75. One through, one through 75. 75. Okay. Yeah, because I'm slowly bringing my collection down from San Francisco. And I'm in, I'm probably going to end up trading in a bunch with my good friend Jamie for some Marvel key issues. I've got oh, my okay. amazing fantasy 15, another oh. one. Well, they're, they're so fucking expensive now, I can only trade. Like uh, even the lower grade ones are are like uh, fourteen thousand dollars now. Oh, Jesus. you know, for years, uh, Amazing Fantasy fifteen, every freaking dealer had it, and it was yep. in, in in a three or a VG, it was twenty five hundred bucks. Yep, for years, for years. years, everybody had it, and it was twenty five hundred bucks. And I didn't buy one. I was like, ah, my kids are young. I needed the money. You know, I don't know. Now you add a zero to that, Graham. It's huh? twenty five thousand for yeah. a four for yeah. It's it's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I, I've got a lot of the key Marvel books. I don't have that one. Um, uh, but one of the series I'm trying to fill is Fantastic Four one through one hundred and two. Oh all wow! The all the Kirby's, and the only real key one I'm missing is five. First Doctor Doom. And that one is like it's going through the roof now. It's getting to the point where, you know, I, I would have to trade something really, really good to get a number five. Yeah. Well, next time I'm down at the shop, I'll see because he has one. I'll see uh, what, what he's asking for it. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, oh, what the hell? I want this Doctor Who cover. I'm like, oh, that is so good. Terrence <laughs> Dick's books, and it's got Harlan Ellison compliments on the top. I need that. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh look, there's Miss Marvel back in the day. See? Uh, 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 there she is. <laughs> <laughs> Hembeck. Woo! A little bit different in those days. Oh, what year was this, dude? It's got to be the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say 87 years. 1981. Oh, 1981. Was fucking around in 81? No. Maybe that's just the copyright on this one. Hang on. I don't see anything else. Yeah. Maybe it's 81. It'd be on the Indicia page, right on the first page of the book. Yeah, it says 81. And it's 81. Holy cow. 81? I was 11. I was 11 years old. Uh, I could not just... read these. Okay. Mom would not let me read these. Oh. Nope. Uh, take a 610 with a $2. As your Jesus Jedi line had me in tears, man. Tears. <laughs> Thank you, Taker. You can't do a normal Batwoman. You, you can't do a regular Batwoman review. It's impossible. You can't review it as if it's a, a show because it's a fucking waste of space. So you gotta you gotta treat it with the disdain that it it, it, it deserves. It's the only logical way really, I see. 
Paul Jones with a $5 super chat. I remember coloring in the eyes of Amazing Spider-Man 1 as a boy. If I only knew. Oh, no. oh, a lot of kids did that. Don't feel bad. That's why they're worth money. Okay, they're worth yeah. money. The Golden Age books are worth money because moms threw that shit out because it was considered weird to collect comics in the 60s. You were you were practically a pedo if you collected comics in the 60s. So, ouch. Yeah, yeah. You were looked at. Uh, you were looked down on quite a bit. Uh, but uh, a bunch of weirdos um, started comic shops in San Francisco and blessed their heart. Gary, Gary Arlington's of the world and uh, started San Francisco comics and the rest is history. And now, now it's now the, now the industry's history. Yeah. <laughs> they, now the industry's history. The weirdos. <laughs> All of their own doing as well. Deck out the couch, go 20 Norwegian Corona. Hey, as Gary and special guest Graham Nolan. Hail, 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 hail. Kevathla la la 118 with a five. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. That's sharp. That sword right there. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I like the gillsmanship on the hilt. Yeah. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Um, five dollar sutra as please reach out to Anna, the Star Wars girl, for an assembly slash paint stream. She's asking chat for help, and it swings wild from help to oh shit. She messaged me about it uh, uh, a little while ago. I, I sent her a message back about um best places to look for um uh, for tips on painting them and stuff. So I gave her I gave her some good pointers. Uh, deck out the couch guy with 50 Norwegian Corona. Have you guys seen the uh, <laughs> the Andy Tudyk new series on Sci-Fi Resident Alien? Looks entertaining. Like I said, there's a few people have been asking uh, asking me to check it out. It does look good. I've seen the trailer. Looks, it does look interesting. It does look interesting. So it's entertaining. I, I wouldn't call it like the greatest thing ever made. Uh, mm. It's you know what? It's just it's not shit. It's yeah. not shit. And it's just nice to have something that isn't. Yes. Kudik uh, is great. So, and it has great potential. I, I see great potential in it as long as it doesn't go fucking woke, which it probably will. Oh, great. Give it time. Give it yeah. Time. <laughs> Everything does. Uh, Finn Bahuli with a $10 suit chat. We are told don't buy our comics, don't watch our shows. This movie's not been made for you. Thus, we forget you, Queen Mab. Go join your sister in the lake and be forgotten, Merlin. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you're right. You know, you got people, you got actors saying this movie's not made for you. We've got comic creators saying if you don't like politics, don't buy my book. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got, we've got, same with TV shows, this wasn't made. Fine. That's why you're all in the shitter. <laughs> That's why you're all in the absolute shitter. And now, now you got a comic artist. Your boy Zach did a video on this, like going capitalism sucks. So, so there's comic artists out there who actually think that with basic income, right, they can do their work. Uh, and I've heard this argument before from a guy who used to host my show, who's who's a rich kid. He's like, you know, I think they need to rethink uh, compensation. I think we should all be able to do what we want to do. I'm all, who's going to pay for the rest of the shit? Like, you want to doodle? You know what? If you're not making enough money. As a comic artist, you're not good enough to be a comic artist anymore, or you are working in, maybe you help destroy your industry. Mm -hmm. You know what? Graham Nolan 
puts his puts yourself you put yourself out there more hardcore than anybody people are backing the book why because he's talented he knows what he's doing and if you can't do it that means you can't do it trade school is an option but you know what's not an option tearing down a system so yeah. somebody else can pay for you to doodle badly mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah can i say a pretty good writer as well graham because oh, thank, thank you very much nice well I've always, uh, you know what the first first book or my first professional work was something i wrote and illustrated for uh for dc comics uh, I've always thought of myself as a writer that draws and not right. a writer that writes, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, because you get, you get pigeonholed in this business, it took a long time before I could get more of my, more and more of my writing out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but you know, if you want it bad enough, you'll keep working at it and, yeah. and you'll get it out there, you know? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I know we're going on about Chinoo and, I've been harping on about it, but it's it is it's a great it's a great book. It's a great it's a well written book, and it was really fun to read. And like I said, it, it was creepy, so it was it was clearly hitting the right notes of of what was intended. Mm -hmm. And you know, I love your artwork, as you know. I think your artwork's absolutely sensational. Um, and so yeah, it was just just perfect. So yeah, uh, and that's that's a person who's been in the industry for a long time and has longevity because of quality. Uh, and, and has earned his place at the table, you know, not, not this fucking shit we get nowadays. Mm -hmm. I Absolutely. look at some of this stuff that Marvel produces and it looks like, uh, uh, the stuff on Behance, you know, uh, that, that fanboys, uh, or, or, or art students, uh, yes. want to, uh, put out. Um, it's like they took every panel from how to draw comics, the Marvel way they took every before panel that John Buscema then told you how not to do it uh -huh. and then showed you the proper way. They did the before panel and that's how they're making their comics. Yeah, like yeah. They're eschewing what JB said to do properly to draw dynamic comics. <laughs> yep. I, I can't believe it. And you they're know? taking shortcut after shortcut, Graham. And it's obvious, you know, you can tell as much as anybody else. And it, no, like no backgrounds are being done now. And listen, I'm not an expert on this. I'm, I, I, I drew I'm, and I realized I wasn't very good. I'm not very good. I'm not good enough to be a comic artist, but I love these things. So I'll sell them. But yeah, I, the, nowadays there's so many shortcuts being done. People don't even know what the fuck they're doing. There these cover covers used to be the most dynamic. I mean, like I could pick up any random cover and it'd be dynamic. Any random yeah. cover, like from, from back in the day. And it's dynamic. Yeah. Now, Filled with blank spaces and shit, and it's like, yeah, it looks terrible. And they're they're like pose comics too. They're they're all poses. There there's no yeah. story elements on the on the covers to to get you interested in, in in buying it. You know, it's just another shot of a guy looking cool. You know, that type of thing, and uh, it's boring. It's boring. There's no there's nothing there to grab you and hook you into picking up the book. Yeah, I mean that's sort of a pose comic uh, cover. Uh, it's it's not really a. You look at uh, the covers of uh, uh, Gil Kane, and yeah. when he was run, doing all the stuff for Marvel back in the seventies, and uh, Nick Cardi, who was the cover artist at DC, and Romita, and uh, and Joe Kubert, who those those guys to me are the uh -huh. finest of the uh, of the cover artists because man, they they made me give up a lot of money, and sometimes I was disappointed by the shit in the inside. But man, those covers were great, you know. And those are the guys that people should be studying about how to um, compose uh, interesting and exciting covers. 
this, uh, from what I can remember, Graham, because I'm having to cast my mind back, this was the first shot uh in in uh in the uh the first panel when you open up the comic uh for when jean-paul valet uh was leaving the bat cave and bruce had come back to take the count and i i've always just loved this shot uh, well, and it's just it's just stayed stayed with me because i just recall um because i think it was jim aparo who had done the the previous episode on batman uh, the previous issue on Batman, and then you you turn over and you 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 see that, and you're just like, this guy's ready for business, and it was just such a kind of uh, wonderful, uh, you know, spicy way to just start the comic. Well, that uh, panel and- also echoes what happened in the previous story because yes, there's the shot of yeah. standing there and yes. he's pointing at him. Yeah, yeah. So this was the return of Batman of Bruce yeah. Wayne as Batman. Yeah. Yeah, so instead of Bruce coming up and we're seeing Bane, uh, this was Jean-Paul coming up and we're seeing Batman ready to, right. to reclaim the cow. Right, uh, right. Yeah, that, I, I just adore this 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 picture. I just think it's absolutely beautiful. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those shots. It's just always stayed with me, this one. It's just like, just to me, that was like, when I say typical Nolan, I say that in a very respectful way. You know, you just have this great way of... of um, when you wanted Batman to have a dominating presence, you know, you know, the, you would, you, he would always just fill out the screen. You know, have this large chest. He had this, you know, fucking huge uh, uh, six pack. You know, there was just a huge imposing factor uh, about the character. Another one that stayed with me is when uh, he in the uh, the Batman comic, he'd had his bat broken during the Jim Aparo one, and then the the opening image. Uh, on the detective one for yourself was when Br- Bane's just got Batman over his head in the city. You know, I'm he's broken. Right yeah, he's just got him. Yeah. And he's, and he just, it's right in front of me. The original. Is it? oh! the oh! <laughs> it's right nice. there. <laughs> Hi, oh. Graham. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> <That's pretty. laughs> but that shot again, it's just another great, uh, you know, great dynamic way. And, and the, that's what was meant to grab you. You know, the, the, the insert image, the first image, and when you open up, the, you know, you're looking at the cover, it's got your interest, you, op- you open it up, boom, that was the kicker. Right. That was the kicker to drag you into the comic. Now we've got fucking fuchsia and coffee shops. Yes. You know, one of the, uh, one of the examples I like to use is there was a, an issue of the Fantastic Four, and uh, it was, uh, you open up to the first page, and the first page is a splash page of this baby dinosaur running towards you. And uh, the thing is, like, trying to grab it. Meanwhile, he's overturning a couch. Uh, the dinosaur's knocking over all the furniture and, and the, the flower pots and all that kind of shit. Um, uh, Sue has got, like, a hose, like a fire hose, trying to squirt it, but she's missing it, and, it, and she's hitting the human torch. Now, this is all on the splash page. Right. Yeah. So we go about three more pages in. They finally wrangle the dinosaur and 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 they get going. The beauty about that sequence is the dinosaur has nothing to do with the story. Stan and Jack brought you into the action just to show you that there was a problem with Dr. Doom's time machine. That's where the dinosaur came from. It had yep. stepped out of this time machine and they spent three or four pages of action grabbing that baby dinosaur and bringing you right into the action of the story. They didn't just sit around and talk about, you know, Dr. Doom's time machine's over in yeah. the other room there, you know? Yeah. What do you think 
you should do about it. Well, I don't know, you know. And they go and then they sit around having sodas and lattes and all that kind of shit. No, they had action and shit happened and, and it was just it was great. And that's a perfect example of how to bring a reader into a story when you have just a lot of exposition going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh show don't tell. You know, yeah. show, show what's going on and and mm -hmm. you know uh, and 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 uh push it push it you know life is this is not life this is two-dimensional art yeah and it lays flat so if you don't push the drawings you know your story is going to lay flat as well mm. uh, and as gary was saying earlier and he was quite right you know the like behind you you've got the you know the backdrop with alien alamo and you've got the uh the little you know the ranch or whatever behind and then behind them, you've got the rocks and you've got the hillsides and, and, and whatever to add that, you know, little bit of extra depth. If that was a Marvel comic now, it wouldn't have that. That would be gone. That would just be, you know, it would end at the uh, building. Uh, probably wouldn't have the Jeep. Get rid of that because that was that's too much faff to do. Um, the well, that's gone. Uh, let's get rid of that. Too many creatures, so we'll just do one or two. Uh, too many characters. We'll get rid of the, the uh, cow being the goat being eaten. That's gone. Yeah, that's uh, scary. Yeah, yes. Yeah, get rid of much. those guns. Oh yeah, yeah. The guns would be, be fucking flowers or some shit, you know, um, or soy latte. No, soy lattes. That's of course that's what. Ram. Maybe those creatures were on Earth first, and they're just going <laughs> after <laughs> <Yeah>. colonizers. <laughs> ever think maybe, about that? Maybe they're political refugees. Uh, and they're forming a line and they're coming in because mm. they had a bad life on their planet and that we need to accept them as they are. Not and it's, that, that farm's fence is, is a wall. And that is, that is preventing wall, Graham. an oppressive wall. <laughs> oh, you did it to yourself. You did. Um, Canal stole. Oh, no, sorry. Eugenio Olivencia with a $5 soup chat. Uh, watch an anime called A Certain Scientific Index. <clears throat> the main character punches women in the face all the time. Japan doesn't care. No, Japan doesn't give a shit. Nope, they don't. Uh, God, that's why I'm going to live there. I'm going to move to Japan and stay there for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, Canel stole an erection with a $5 super chat. The critical drinker enters chat. Me, this just got good. Well, it wasn't hey, good before. He was already good. I mean, come on. Saying? I mean, that's that's a that's a that's a slight, dude. We got Graham Noble. Fuck's sake. Wait, I don't know if you're the fan. Uh, fat well, Steven Scoward, two Canadian. Drinker was so mean and mocked my fatness and movies. Ah, oh, shut up, you fat fuck. <laughs> uh, Man of War six six five. Neighbor of the Beast with a five dollar super chat. I know he's fat Steven Scoward. Uh, with a five dollar super chat, Nolan knows trailers. <laughs> uh, mm. That's cool. Mm. Gail Smoke. No. Hey, that's me. That's when I get out of story, that issue. That's a great story. Ah, uh, uh, oh, I can't. I, I'm gonna reread all of these, Graham. I can't wait. That's a good one. Yeah, I think Alcala inks that one. Oh, um, yep. Scottish nerd with a two pound suture or high old drinker. Read Matthew Riley's ice station. Oh, he's gone now. 
But there you go, drink in case you watch this. Maurice uh, says with a five dollar super Hail Gary and Az just read the Chinoo and I loved it. Yeah, this kid could have a real future in comics. Backing Alien Alamo now. Do you know? Do you know what? I'm actually going to commit. I'm going to commit to the bit. I'm committing to the bit, and I'm I'm uh, logging in, and I'm going for my head sketch. Go big or go home, as. Oh, you did. Oh yeah, I already waited to buy my stuff before I said. Well, it's because I wanted to pay. I want to decide which which level. I was always going to get. It. It's just which level was I going to get. And it's I've just got to go. I've got to go for the head sketch. I've got to go. There we go. Logged in. Proceed to check out. Douche, douche, douche. I agree to the terms. Yes, I do. Yep. Um, dude. Boom. I'll talk to you later, Graham, about what what it's going to be. Yeah, I'll send you a note when I'm get ready to fulfill yeah. those. Hey, we need Done. we need. Thank you. We actually, uh, need something for some uh, Friday Night Tights merch, right? Don't we need headshots and um, stuff done? So we mm. need to ask around about that. We need to find an artist. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, dude, sorted. And we're, we've got, I've got some ideas. Well, based on your ideas, based on your ideas. Look at Red Sonia. Red Sonia. Oh. Love that girl. Oh. God, those those Frank Thorne issues were amazing. All those Frank Thorne issues. Never, never make it today. Never. It'll never be the same. Oh, a comic like that? Yep. Yeah, well, you just got to crowdfund it. It'll do. Oh yeah, yeah we are. You're right. Well, you got you got to crowdfund it, but you'll never see a Red Sonia comic like that. Yeah, yeah. You you'll see tribal woman. <laughs> you know. Yeah. X, whatever it is, uh, doing the thing. Oh my god! This is just wow. Yeah. Pure. Ah. So good. That's what we like to see. That's what we like to see. Reet, uh, Canada Dry. I like Canada Dry. I like Canada. Is that, is that, is that bad? What the like, soda? Yeah. <laughs> we very rarely get it in the UK, and I've had it a few times. Whenever I've had Canada Dry, I've really liked it. Yeah. Just there's a shitty story for you. Uh, Canada Dry with five Canadian. Uh, don't question for Graham. How can I buy the book on books on Indiegogo when the listing is closed? Boom, you mean, uh, if he means the Chinoo book, yeah, uh, you can get yeah. it. You can get it in the um, in the uh, Alien Alamo. Uh, get Boom. it with the Alien Alamo. Yeah, if you back if you back Alien Alamo because the Chinoo's now closed. Uh, there is a perk that will allow you to pick up Alien Alamo and the Chinoo as right. well. So if you missed out on the Chinoo, you can get both of them. And as Graham said earlier, there's a there's a shared universe going on here. So there's going to be a synergy between the comics. Exactly. Uh, they as well. Um, 
in fact, uh, all my stuff that I create or own is all interconnected into this universe. So in okay. the first Chanu, uh, you probably, I don't know if you caught the, 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 the little Easter egg there, but uh, uh, the neighborhood know-it-all mentions Joe Frankenstein. Ah, no, when, I didn't pick that up. I did yeah, notice when, on the back of the trading card, though. Yeah, when he's uh, when uh, they're when they're explaining the this mythical creature, he's he's uh, doubtful of it. So he says, you know, I'll bet you believe that old chestnut about the kid and the monster living in the in, in the grain elevators, uh, you know, which is a direct reference to Joe Frankenstein. Nice, nice. So Monster nice. Island will be in here too. I'm going to mention that. Uh, oh, there's Monster Island just there. So. There you go, Alien Alamo, Monster Island. Yeah, you know what? That's cool about that one, uh, that perk level. Uh, I was in, I found cases of my original 1998 Monster Island comic, the first comic I published under the Compass Comics banner. Uh, I had I have a couple cases of the books in mint condition. They've never been opened. And uh, I thought, you know, it would be really cool to, uh, if people wanted to get them. They're very rare. Um, and I have, uh, I forget what's the number there. How many do I list? 250? 250, 250 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if, you, if you're interested in that, you, uh, you know, that's a good perk to get. Oh, man. <laughs> so he tells you this might, this one might get pricey for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those, are the, those are the collector cards that everybody's getting because we've, we've already hit that uh, stretch goal. And this is the bookmark. So you have another bookmark. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I, you know, you know, I, I really respect bookmarks. I, I, I got uh, there was a, there was a, another campaign which arrived. And it mm -hmm. was massive. You know, so I wasn't going to go through it in one sitting. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I didn't come with a bookmark. And I was like, you know, bookmark. I mean, you know, it's one of those things everybody needs. You know, and you can never find one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're 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 not expensive to make or to ship. You know, it's like it's the perfect thing to put into these things. You know. Actually, I've got a quick question for you, Graham. Yes, this is com completely off the cuff. On the poster, is the is that printed or is that you who signed the poster? Uh, I think that's printed on the poster because it's a different ink to the rest of it. Is it? Yeah. To the poster. So it's kind of like that almost looks like I, it's signed, I, I think I think it's printed on there. I, I don't remember signing posters. Yeah, but it looked it looked it looked like, but uh all the books were uh, autographed as well. Oh yeah, yeah, those are all oh. autographed. And of course, Graham, I got I <laughs> the snow globe. Yeah. I was one of the lucky ones that managed to pick up the Chanu Snow Globe. Nice. nice. Signed by Graham as well. And that has always been on my desk ever since. Boom, right there. Ever since. Now for for uh, Alien Alamo, uh, the, the kind of like special goodie type thing I'm thinking of doing is uh, a 3030 uh, 30 Winchester uh, bullet keychain. Uh, that's what uh, Travis shoots is is the thirty thirty Winchester. So um, I found a place that will engrave them with Alien Alamo on it, and it comes in a nice box, uh, uh, and I could sign the box type of thing. 
So uh, I'm just waiting for the sample one to come so I can take a look at it and then I'll yeah. stream about it uh, and then put it up if, if it works out pretty good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Another one that I'm thinking of doing is making up targets, you know, shooting targets with the with the silhouette of the aliens in it. Ah. Taking them down to the shooting range, right? Yeah, yeah. Shoot them and then take the brass casing that you shot it put it together with the target and make that as a, uh, uh, as a perk. So you'll, you'll get the, you'll get the brass, the 30, 30 brass casing. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the, the target, with the whole shot through it by me, somebody on a, on a feed. I like these, these are clever ideas. Yeah. Well, I didn't come up with that one. Somebody in a, in, in a, in a comment thing on another show I was on came up with that, you know, he says, you know, I'd, I'd pay through the nose for something like that. You know, it was like, it was this brainstorming thing. And I said, well, yeah, I could, I could shoot it too. And we could put the brass casing in it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like one of those things that just kind of took off. So I'm, I'm looking at that too, you know, as, as a possibility. By the way, can I just say to the chat who had taken the piss at me? I know I misspelled nerd Roddick in the title of the video today okay <laughs> i was typing quickly the i would have changed it but for some reason Streamlabs will not let me edit anything today you got to go into the youtube studio and edit, edit it no this is this is bypasses the studio no it doesn't it's still there is it is it still there so go go hit go go to your little camera with the plus go to go live and you'll see your stream Let me have a look. Yeah, I just learned how to do that too. Uh, you going to the YouTube channel to do that so that you can wrench people and stuff. Yep, you can uh... wrench them. I'll be honest; I didn't even know what that meant for the first month I've been streaming. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can edit Streamyard streams through YouTube. Just go to your live section or go uh, through in through the studio. He's right, Dag Nabbit. He's right. Look at this, folks. Take the piss out of me. That one, oh, you probably will still do anyway. But there you That's go. Okay. I don't care. No, it's not made for kids. Never made for kids. Never. Yeah, and that's the thing you got to check too. When you're running through Streamyards, they're going to automatically uncheck your thing, so they uh, and uh, they won't monetize you. What do you mean? Yeah, so when you start up your your stream through Streamyards. You have to go and manually make sure you turn on your monetization and double check through the studio if the this content is not made for kids is checked because sometimes it's not. Oh, okay. And sometimes I've neither of them are checked. So and let them approve for some reason. And I think it's just a uh, probably an algorithm thing from StreamYard and YouTube. Mm. It's malicious or anything. Uh Delicious sounds delicious. Delicious, delicious. There we go. I've been scooted. Scooted. Brilliant. Cheers, Gary. Okay. You're welcome. Feel good. <laughs> Feel good about that. Reet, uh, where did we get to? We uh, that was uh, a grand question, wasn't it? Uh, oh man, it's gone and completely fucked up all my super chats. Is the quartering being shadow banned again? Is he? That's what he says. I just He's always it. saying that. In all honesty, I don't know because he always says that kind of shit. 
Yeah, I just think, you know, sometimes... If a video of his doesn't perform the way he wants, I'm being shadow banned. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes shadow I just make shitty videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that. Maybe it's just that. Maybe it's just that. Just that. I made yeah. a video that nobody gave a fuck about. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Flensborg with 20 Danish Corona. Crowns, I should say. Great to see Lord Nolan again. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hell. Graham is an absolute beast. Uh, Iron Caster with a $5 super chat. Betty White would be, a, would be more believable than Queen Le- I want to call her Queen Laquifa. <laughs> From now on. Why not? Equalizer with Queen Laquifa. You only have eight months to do it because the show will be off by then. <laughs> It's those. It's that. I got It's those episode two ratings. That's what I really want to see. Yeah. When the Super Bowl's out of the way and you're not going to get a, a, a you know, a, a, a artificial pop, I need to see the the week twos. Um, Helson's with a five pound super chat. Her stunt double is a bloke in a wig with a lot of padding. It probably is. It it looks like it. And I love the Ruby Rose stand in from episode what two? Yeah. And I was a boy. That was a straight up boy. Or no, I think it was the stunt woman who was like a rail thin. They could have totally hired her. I bet you that stunt woman is a better actor than Ruby Rose. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd I'd bet everything on it that she's a better actor than Ruby Rose. But I bet she loves cock. And that's a problem. That you I oh you're right. You're oh, you're so right. I I yes. <laughs> Probably likes the D. Oh, you're so good at martial arts. You're a great actress, but you like cock. So unfortunately, you can't be in this show. Well, yeah. <laughs> and somebody brought that up in my. Uh, uh, I really love. Uh, re- I'm gonna. If I do another review, I'm gonna read more of the Rotten Tomato stuff because people love that shit. And, <laughs> but like the, they're fucking smart. The one guy said, "Hey, okay, I want I want to know which producer had to ask Javish Javish Leslie." are you bisexual and you need to prove it for me right now? <laughs> I mean, because that's what they said. They outright, they said that we are only going to hire a, mm-hmm. uh, a black LGBTQ plus member. All right. Yeah. On their word. Are you requiring proof? Uh, because now everybody in Hollywood, you know, uh, we have, uh, we have Kit Harrington saying he was, he's raised gender neutral because his mom bought him a fucking girl toy once. <laughs> So every time our dads said we threw like a girl, apparently we're all raised general gender neutral. Now it's, it's bullshit. We have the, the, the woman who plays um, Tilly on star Trek. He's mm-hmm. in a straight married relationship with children has just come out as queer. Mm-hmm. And then, they, then they wrote an article like two days later about how happy she is in her fucking marriage, which is, <laughs> that's the oh. fucking best. <laughs> oh, it's fucking oh. insane. It is insane. The world's upside down with this kind of nonsense. I know. And Jody uh, Whitaker is non-binary now. So who is Jody Whitaker? She's not what officially. She's non. Yeah, she was raised gender neutral oh, or non-binary. She, yeah, yeah, she was raised. Yeah, because oh, fuck off, Jody. And also speaking about fuck off, fuck off, chat. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Your balls again. They've decided to write different words for neurotic, uh, for nerdrotic now to take the piss oh. out of the fact that oh. I've corrected nerdrotic. So they're all coming up with their own silly names and that 
I love the chat. You keep Fucking doing it. I adore them. <sighs> uh, Canada Dry is back with a five Canadian. Equalizer will fail massive. Love Conan, Gary. No way today's Hollywood can do justice to Conan today in TV or oh. movies. Correct. No way. Ne Netflix has the rights and it's going to be uh it'll be like the witcher so it'll be conan and surrounded by red sonia and think of like eight other female sorcerers that will be uh teaching him and, and his mom will teach him the riddle of steel and yeah <laughs> that's right that's look at look at the great dynamic with arnold uh, schwarzenegger and bridget nielsen in red sonia not the greatest film but i think a fun film but the dynamic between the two there's there's <laughs> They didn't put Arnold down to raise Bridget Nielsen up. Nope. There were two badasses in their own right. One as a man and just one as a woman. And it's just a, an art, a lost art form now just to treat people differently and understand that they're different. Doesn't mean they're any worse than each other. Mm -hmm. They fight each other to a standstill, you know, and then fuck. They used to staying for this. It was called Penis Envy. And yes it is that's what fourth or fifth or sixth wave feminism is it's just fucking penis envy yeah they wish they got some yeah um cecil is back again with another two dollar super chat the equalizer now with 100 more sass mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. is that what she's gonna do at the end of every episode they're gonna go well i'm glad we solved that case and she just goes Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. The music for the equalizer by the way in the 80s was fucking amazing. Brilliant. I don't remember it. Oh, oh I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking copyright strike my channel to not copyright copyright claim my channel, Graham, so you can listen. I play the these all the time, and then when they, they hit me, I just say it was done for educational purposes and they lift it. I'll just I'll just cut it out. I'll just I'll just mute it out later. This right, share scrun. This is this is the equalizer theme, and it is fucking epic. This is one of my favorite TV themes of all time, by the way. Here we go. Yeah, it's eighties. Oh, it's building, Graham. Oh, it's sinister. What's going on? Is she getting raped in the subway? Not with our boy Edward Woodward around. Nope. He knows score. Oh, look at that. It goes back and forth. I need a lot of paralegals. Oh. oh, he's getting ready. It's getting ready, Graham. It's getting ready to go. It's going to pop any moment now. Oh, yeah, baby. So good. 
I like him standing in front of like a, a Pinto. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what kind of car it is, but it's just Damn, that good. I missed the equalizer. Wise guy. What do you think, Graham? He's like, it's off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It doesn't I, say, I you know, I mean, they should have had him doing something like, you know, at the very end, you know, turning towards the camera in a four, four, uh, four that, was that. that wasn't the credit. That was just some random dude on YouTube put the theme out and created his own. Video. Oh, okay, gotcha. I, was, gotcha. I, was, I, thought, I just wanted to listen to the music. That's all I want. <laughs> Hold on, let's. If you want to, let's find the intro. I'll show you the intro for the Equalizer. Here That's we go. Opening credits. Let, let's listen to the. Let's get the opening credits. The Equalizer. All in the obviously uh, opening credits. You know what? If I haven't slayed all my enemies and have some Mrs. Neurotic like fucking rubbing, hugging my leg by the end of the day, I have had not, I, my day wasn't productive. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is the, this is the credits. So this is the shortened theme, of course. Uh oh. Oh, he's got a short round. <laughs> Woohoo! Fucking hell, he just absolutely mollied the bitch. I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dated. Oh like, I am oh, so yeah. getting some from that mom tonight. <laughs> So in the opening credits, we wanted we wanted to shoot somebody five times in the back as they're running away. Yep. <laughs> no problem. We got you. We got you. We got you. But hey, I look the twenty the the 2014 movie with Denzel. That was that, you know, that took his set of skills and took it to another level. It's just like, yeah, this guy, this guy has restraint, but when he needs to to let loose. Mm-hmm. He let loose. Oh god, Queen La fucking Queefer. What the fuck? Queen La Queefer, man. Where do they remake Have Gun Will Travel? Like yeah. I don't imagine who they're gonna stick oh. in the paladin role. <laughs> Aren't they remaking Kung Fu? Or did they remake Kung Fu and it's already been cancelled? They've already remade. I think they've already remade Kung Fu or they're going to remake Kung Fu. Mm. With an with uh, a real, a real, a real extra special Asian with Missy Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You know that was Bruce Lee's show. That was Bruce Lee's idea, and he got it stolen from him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Uh, was it David Carradine got it? David yeah, he got the role, but I, I don't think he was the guy who stole the idea. No, no, he got, yeah, he got, he got, I mean, Bruce wrote it for himself. He wrote it, yeah. you know, he, he, yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
ended up doing David Carradine. Uh, Jester of Ronok or something with a $2 suture. I believe Laquifa is a PTA member <laughs> solving murders. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I think she's a diabetic. Uh, Mr. Tickletrunk with two Canadian. Queen Laquifa is 50 and heavy her whole life. Her whole life. Her whole life. She's my age. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, can we get an age check, chat? Because I can't. I've got so many tabs open. I can't. Oh, so many tabs open. Uh, Sarah B with a five dollar super chat. Hail the re real BBC, my favorite YouTubers, drinker Gary and as, and a friend. <laughs> oh, her birthday's coming up, uh, March eighteenth. Who's 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 Queen Latifah? She's gonna be fifty one. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Ain't young. It ain't fucking young. Trust me, I'm 51. Um, look how fit Denzel was, and how he what he must have been mid 50s when he did the original Equalizer in 2014. And then, God, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. lovely thing as I'm working. Thanks to the entertainment. Thank you, Sarah. Dudes can stay fit till shit early 70s. Still go out on the hunt based on that whole evolution thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Then, then they go on. You know, when they get too old, they go out on the last hunt and just don't come back. So they're not a useless mouth to feed. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's that's that's, po that's poetry. That is. Oh, Mother Nature! Now everyone's got a fucking pronoun. Uh, Meredith uh, Glassberg with a five dollar super chat. The original Equalizer, Edward Woodward, was sixty five when that program had it. He looked awesome. Denzel yep. was 60 for the first film, and Queen Laquifa is 50. Yep. And female and weighs both of them put together. You can't throw a punch, and, you know, it moves really slow. <laughs> get, like I said, I wasn't even taking a piss when I said she couldn't even get her leg up to kick the door, and she, she couldn't could. get her leg to the fucking knob of the door. She, yeah. Her foot would have gone straight through the panel. I mean, John Wayne was in his 60s at the end of his movie career, and you believed every bit that he could do what he did in those movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's about believability. I could believe uh, Edward Woodward. You know, he was this, you know, suave Brit in New York. And then when they changed it to Denzel, you could believe Denzel. How, holy fuck. You could believe it when they showed it. Mm -hmm. Queen Laquifa? No. Uh, no, no yeah. gonna wrap them to death. I uh it's about believability and it, it's just it just doesn't it's not plausible. Like I said, it would it's not that she's a woman, you know, if you had a believable woman in the yeah. role and you wanted to do it that way, okay. But it's just gotta be believable. Gina Carano is believable in her role. Right. Um uh uh, Gwendolyn Christie as Brain of Tarth. Believable yeah. in her role. She's a massively tall woman. She's a monster. Uh, the girl plays Bobby in The Expanse. She's big. She's big. She's supposed to be big. That's that's all we need. They, they work out big. Even in the horrible Tor Terminator Dark Fate movie, uh, the one that looked like Justin Bieber, at least she worked out for the role. Yeah. She worked right. out for the fucking role. You know, and that's what yeah. you need to do. 
believe in the Terminator too. Uh, what's her name? Um, Sarah Connor. Oh, yeah. uh, she fucking looked. Oh, she was great. She was great. Uh, she was just a little thing, uh, but she was. She did work out. She got really lean and and real tight looking. Yeah, uh, you you could believe that she handled the weapons properly. Uh, she could uh, handle the physicality parts without looking like uh, um, Ro uh, like Robert De Niro in uh, The Irishman. <laughs> oh my god! But that was one of the that was, that was a cool feature about the film was that Sarah Connor had gone from this timid waitress uh, yeah. to absolute. Yeah badass that she she understood the threat and she wanted to get ready for the threat queen latifah looks like she's ready for fucking second helpings yeah it's like she's ready, she's ready for no nobody watched iron fist right or much less iron fist season two but i did and colleen wing was in that and it was played by the one of the girls who was the sand snakes yeah he was also a, an x-wing fighter and uh, yeah she looked like she just got back from the mall and she's like street fighting dudes and killing them with fucking karate or beating the shit out of dudes with her arms flapping around. You know, it's like, come on. It was terrible. I, I, mean, I believe this was fucking terrible. I mean, everything about it was terrible. Tilda Swinton. I believe Tilda Swinton. She's yeah, got, you know, she's got something about her. Would be a better. She has you know, an intensity, so you could buy that. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that, that's what it's all about. It's about selling it. It's not attitude because uh, Queen Latifah's got plenty of attitude. Yeah. She doesn't have the intensity, though. No, she came in like, who are you? She's like, uh, you got to stay away from, uh, I couldn't stay away from. Yeah. It's like, you shoot in the face. I'm who you call when you can't call 911. You know, it's yeah. like, okay, there's a cute little line, you know. Yeah, but yeah. not buying it. Yeah, smash through some more. Um, <laughs> Meredith Glasper. Oh, we did that one. Sorry, uh, but uh, yeah, it's about believability. Anti-derivative uh, Jill with a one dollar fifty phallic unicorn. Thank you, Jill. Uh, Kevin Appel with a five dollar super chat. Just got back from Universal Studios and I'm COVID negative. So they shoved up your ass. Uh, by the way, I'm wearing my neurotic and drink a T-shirt. Sorry, as I'm waiting for an as hat. No problem. I shall. I'm going to bring out some new merch. That soon sounded now. like ass hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, as hat. Hats are the, that's, that's a beautiful name for the as army is, is the as hats. I think it's great. I want them to be as guardians. They all want to call it. Everybody does that. Everybody like uh, uh, Odin's got uh, the Valkyries. And I think even stone Loki's doing that stuff. I'd stay away from the Valhalla stuff. Very I, like I think that's has had great. Your assholes. Yeah. Uh, Robert Adams with a five dollar super. I have Vengeance of Bane one and two framed on my wall. Best nice. covers of any Batman comic, in my humble opinion. There you go. Uh, I think you fucking go. <laughs> Who am, mm -hmm. Who am I to argue? Who am I to argue? I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm just the man. <laughs> Russman with a five dollar super chat. Hello, great group, great fun. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Russman. Uh, Crispy Critters with a two dollar super chat. Yeah, they need Batmite on this show. Could happen. 
Trust me, she'll be sprayed with some fucking gas and then Batmite will turn up. That's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't put it out. I really wouldn't rule anything out of that show. Well, I think she's oh, getting bro. super in Batwoman. I think she's getting superpowers from that kryptonite bullet that they've completely ignored for fucking two yeah. episodes now. I think she's, she's getting so too. And then last week, nothing, nothing, not even a not even, whatever. If I had green fucking shit moving around, I'd be like, Do you know what? Probably should have this looked at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Fucking weirdos. Um. Trino oh Trinoclius or something with a five dollar super chat. Tin hat theory. These IPs are meant to fail so that the companies can be shorted. <laughs> Maybe. Lego Fifth Doctor with a five pound super chat. No message, but a super chat. So thank you. Uh Big Fat Nerd with a five pound super chat as well. Every CW show has gone woke. The new flash trailer. Uh, shows his black wife, who's the bestest ever, more than the Flash. No way. It looks awful. Well, they basically have turned it into the Irish show anyway for the last several yeah, seasons. Yeah, that's, that's, I heard it's a big bait and switch. Uh, yeah. And they, well, they focused on their daughter for an entire season, emulating the one. Uh, and her costume was fucking terrible. It was awful. It was awful. Uh, I got this too. These are oh. Because back in the seventies, we had to play with fucking pieces of paper. So nice. uh, yeah, got, uh, featuring three action sets from the movie. Scenes Holy from the shit! That's Eighty pieces uh, for hours of fun. Hours of fun. hours of combining it together. Yeah. Uh, Shane O'Reilly with a one euro fifty phallic. How? How? Yeah, he went there. Uh, Jim the Viking with a three-pound super chat. Uh, to you too, sir. Captain Tom Moore, 101 years old. Uh, epic legend. He's 100. He was 100, uh, but he was in his 101st year. And yeah, God bless the guy. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Captain Tom Moore. Uh, Shay Smith with a ten-pound, $10 super chat. Captain Marvel can do anything except get people to read a book. Oh! And true. Uh, Tommy Porter with a five-pound super chat. Just watched the three-hour TV version of Superman the movie on Blu-ray. Loved it. Uh, moving on to the Richard Donner cut of Superman yes. 2 tomorrow. Oh, that is uh, that's that's the greatest superhero fucking shit ever made. Period. Best Superman. Uh, uh, it's beautiful. With a two-euro uh, super chat. Nobody. <laughs> Nothing. As Edward Woodward. Yeah, Edward Woodward. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm sorry, that was fucking nice. Fucking hilarious. It's actually fucking hilarious. Uh, but it's like he spelled Edward E D W U D. Edward W U D D W U D D. Push for time. We're pushed for time because Graham and Gary have both got to go by smashing through super chats. And I want to plug uh, Alien Alamo before we go again. So I'm going to smash through a few. Uh, Paquette Albert Gabriel with a $2 super chat. Yes. Uh, big black clock is on. <laughs> the real BBC, of course. Uh, Shane O'Reilly with a five euro super chat. Hi, gent. Uh, gents. Back to Chinoo 
and backed Alien Alamo. As did you see that Anna the Star Wars Guild is getting into Warhammer 40k? Yes. John Wayne uh, with a one dollar phallic. How? No. Uh, Keaton Smith with a one pound smiley face. Thank you, Keaton. Uh, Rebecca Gold, Ian, with a five pound super chat. You should get Jamie Hewlett and Alan Martin on your stream to talk about Tank Girl. As oh, well, well as- let's just get fucking Alan Moore too while we're at it. You know, get Alan Moore and fucking uh, <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just call Jamie Hewlett, you know, from the Gorillas. You know, he's in a rock band too. Let's, yeah, let's fucking do it. I would love to. I would love to do that. I'll get Gal Gadot in and we can talk Wonder Woman 84. It's hilarious how he just drops that. You should just get, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, it's just, yeah, yeah, you should just get, uh, I, I, we get George Lucas and Spielberg on to talk a little bit <laughs> the next time. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. Well, Grant Morrison, remember Grant Morrison said that he's what, gender fluid now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My response to that was Grant's done a lot of drugs. Grant, so, yeah, he probably he's is. A lot he's of drugs. He probably he probably thinks he's not even human by now. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> great stream, loving it. Thank you, Ian. Uh, King Mob with a five pound super chat. Gary, fave pure DC Grant M runs. Nonvert JLA. Oh, it'd be Grant Morrison then. Uh, pure Grant Morrison runs. He's thinking. These new right. green uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. There you go. I like JLA. JLA was fucking awesome, but uh, Doom Patrol. JLA was good. I did enjoy his JLA run. I must confess. I. Uh, did you have you, Graham? What's that? Uh, followed any uh, Grant Morrison runs? No, I haven't. Damn, fuck you, Graham. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> um, King Mob with a viper. Uh, sorry, a Lassitation with a uh, it's not his name, but <laughs> fuck it, it's too late now. With a five pound suit track as Gary coming to the anniversary of the destruction of Doctor Who was thinking Chibnall should have at least made a statement acknowledging the fan anger. No, because according to Chibnall, he's he's right. So why would he address fan anger? Remember, yeah, I've uh, got that, that person at the BBC said, um, we're all just a bunch of um, racists and, and folks. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. They, no, they, 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 um, they still firmly believe that as and I and everybody in the chat right now, we're all a bunch of fucking racists. That's all they think. That's straight up what they think. Now they're having to acknowledge defeat, but they think they're defeated by the racists. That's what they think. You know, even problem being in here is absolute anti LGBTQ racist problem being of all people. Yeah. So that that's, that's what they're, that's their whole fucking attitude. Um, and I, I said it in passing in a live stream and John Trent, picked it up and put it and made an article about it so i guess i gotta fucking make a video kind of clarifying what the whole conversation was but it was a conversation with an insider saying that getting the axe is on the table it's not gonna happen i don't know but it's on the table it's being considered right now and it's obvious it's fucking obvious i don't need to pass that shit on it's something as and i talked about in the video the ratings <laughs> will go down they will continue to go down we all know this 
uh, they seem to think they could, they could, they seem to be holding out hope that shit can still turn around. And I'm not kidding you. They still think that with this crew, they just haven't hit the right note yet. And this will be the one. And it's just not, you know, we know this, they fucked the show up and they don't, they don't want to recognize that they fucked the show up. Uh, Perry's working on a, uh, what? Perry's working on a what? He's trying to get to the tweet. Here we go. Perry's working on a prototype of a game. Uh, here's a little work in progress at the moment for Friday Night Tights. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Wait for the game to be finished. So whose heads were those that, that was getting blown up? That was uh, Ryan Johnson. Oh. Uh, the great the great Last Jedi director, Ryan yeah. Johnson. Yeah. He says with uh, a lot of sarcasm. Uh, Graham, how are you doing for time, sir? Because I'm very aware of your time. Yeah, I, I, I really do need to, uh, to bug out here. Okay, so uh, before you do that, I'm going to give you a quick plug again yeah, on the sure. uh, Alien Alamo if you'd be so kind. Hold on. That's okay. Just make sure I'd log myself out. Douche. Uh, so Graham's just got to pop off now, folks. And he's uh, so grateful for him coming on uh, and being part of uh, the real BBC. His second campaign is now active on Indiegogo. Uh, I've been popping the link into the chat. I'm going to pop the link again uh, into the chat uh, right now. Uh we would love to have your support on this. Graham, as you can see, he's a fucking great guy anyway. Uh, but his, his, his stuff is just absolute quality. And if you missed out on his first uh, offering, which was the Chinoo, which I just got a couple of days ago in the post, and I thought it's fantastic, there is a perk for you to pick up the Chinoo and Alien Alamo together. So you don't have to have missed out on the first one, and there's loads of lovely little perks. A nice story about a father, a son, cowboys, and shooting aliens. And it's all connected. Uh, yep. All connected. Yeah, I, I got myself one of them. Yeah, we've, we, we've bashed uh, down uh, three, four stretch goals. So Woo! everybody's getting the uh, trading cards. Everybody's getting the bookmark. It's now full color. And uh, what was the fourth one? What's the fourth? Uh, here we go. There we go. There we go. Here we are. The fourth one unlocked. So we've got the trading card unlocked. We've got the bookmark unlocked. Full color interior unlocked. Uh, unlocked. Unlocked eight more pages oh, of added story. Yeah. Right. Boosh. Right. So uh, now it's going to be 64 pages. Woo. Yeah. Nice. So it's guaranteed to be perfect bound. So yes. we got that. Now uh, the next one is we got to get the covers, you know, uh, to the matte finish, uh, you know, cardstock. It's, it's going to be awesome. Nice. Brilliant. Yeah. 
Well, this is the future. Check out, check out the video now. when you go. It, it'll set the mood for you. <laughs> it just shot 35,000 at the moment now. I mean, the future's in your hands. It's in GBP here, you see. So for, I'm going to do that for your dollars. <laughs> and that has to feel fucking nice, you know, uh, all the work you put in. And mm. you've you got to put in a ton of work and you got to do the platform thing, Graham. But like, uh, it, it, it's nice to see someone like you doing this and, and, and kind of embracing it. Uh, and you know, as a former retailer, I do not fear stuff like this. I, uh, I used to, I used to fear digital and then I quickly got over that fear. Uh, I've always been of, I always felt that if comics were everywhere, we would make more comic fans. So if they were in Walmarts and seven elevens and fucking grocery stores, cause that's what I, so you could have comic stores and all of those and digital and fucking Indiegogo. We could we could have all of this stuff. We would simply make more comic fans if we made good comics. I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, actually, uh, I also agree with you, Gary, on uh, the importance of the retailers, which is why in both my campaigns, I have retail level level uh, perks uh, for retailers if they're interested in buying, you know, like a bunch of copies. And the retailers are all be signed so that it has extra value for them able to move them off their shelves. So, awesome. um, yeah. So, you know. I don't think it's a uh, all or nothing thing. You know, I think uh, the two can coexist. Absolutely. Uh, when and if I pop open my new shop in the next couple of years, if we can ever open and go outside again, well, I mean, <laughs> some states you can, uh, that I will have an Indiegogo section. I will, oh, I will have a specific Indiegogo indie section because I won't have a Marvel and DC section. I Not mm -hmm. a new one. Uh, oh. I will not. Yeah. Nice. Amen. So thank you so much, Neil Graham, for popping back well, on. Thank uh, you. Great to have yes. you. Thank you, Gary. It was great to be on here with you guys. And I really appreciate you, you know, uh, letting the folks know about the project. And it was fun uh, chit-chatting about all this nonsense that's going on in our world. It's nonsense. Yes. <laughs> and I'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. A couple of weeks, yeah. What are we talking there? Toys? Is that toys. Mm-mm-mm. We'll be all talking right. toys, models, statues. Okay. Uh, all that type of uh, good business. So yeah, make sure you got a few things. And obviously, I'll pass you the details before. Okay. Uh, we do that, but that's going to be on February the seventeenth. Is it February the seventeenth? Um, what toys? So two weeks tomorrow. Uh, okay. And you take care, Graham. Thank you, guys. You have a and great, have a great night, night, sir. And we'll see you down the road. Yeah. <laughs> see you. Bye bye. Mm -hmm. Awkward. Oh, oh, he's a lovely guy. Yeah, he is. Absolutely lovely guy. Absolutely. They say you shouldn't meet your heroes, but my goodness, there's there's one I've been more than happy, more than happy to have met. Mostly um, that's a pretty accurate statement, but yeah, Graham seems very Yeah, good. yeah. More often than not, it seems that way. But he yeah. I, I've seen I saw him on a few things and he always came across as really, you know, nice and personable and genuine. And then when I did the interview with him uh last year. Uh, he was just, you know, that's exactly how he was. And it was just, it was just, ah, wonderful, 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 wonderful. Ah, oh, the League of Extraordinary Gentle Folks. <laughs> God yep. damn. Yep. God damn. How you doing for time, dude? I got a few more minutes. And I'm sorry. I have to run. I have okay. got to go behind on all of my shit because I fucked off this weekend, which I shouldn't do, but. I will smash through these super chats then, sir. 
<clears throat> tossing a coin to my Witcher. Oh, a Valley of Plenty. Valley of Plenty. You know, I rewatched the show as all the yeah. way through in a in a day. I was I was like, okay, I got to do a little research for this video, and uh, eight hours later. It was eight hours later. I was done doing the research. I'm like, I watched the whole fucking series. And uh, yeah, there's moments of greatness in it. And then there's some fucking horrific cringe, like horrific, horrific cringe, especially that first episode um, that. Yeah, it's really concerning for the second, the second uh, series. I don't think it's going to be very good. I think it's going to be a Westworld situation. I think it's going to go fucking woke as hell. Henry is just going to be babysitter. They're they're putting in a whole section of the story that wasn't even in the books or the games or anything. It's him raising Siri. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he's mentored her, and he, like they jump past a lot of the getting to know you stuff, right? So that's going to be a whole season of getting to know you instead of going into I don't know Blood of Elves or something like that. Which, like yeah. I said, I thought <clears throat> I thought it's very average. I thought I liked the uh, the thing is. I really like the Cavill bits. Yeah, yeah. He's great. When Cavill was doing Cavalry Witcher stuff, I loved it. But my God, there was just so much fucking vagina shit. Um, Like I said, uh, Yennefer was just awful. Hated her. Hated her character. Um, I don't think she had any growth whatsoever. She's a bitch when she was a hunchback, and she's a bitch when she wasn't. Uh, and the whole woke queen bollocks was just a joke. Didn't come across well at all. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think that was. was yeah, that was a situation. They needed to hire a bigger woman like Gwendolyn Christie because she's supposed to be a warrior queen in the books. Mm, it certainly, there was a Joan of Arc. I get it, but you need to show me like this little wafy woman in the middle of a pitch battle wearing armor, which isn't easy. Swinging around a sword, which gets tiring after a while, especially when you're plunging it into meat. Uh, it's it's tough to buy. It's tough to buy. Yes. Uh, uh, Lego Fifth Doctor with a five-pound super chat. My wife teaches at a primary school, and they had a Zoom assembly with a very special guest. Theme plays. Up oh, pops Jodie Whittaker. Oh. And the kids ask, who is she? <laughs> Did you see the Billy Piper article where it said, I'm not going to go back to Doctor Who and I tried to get my kids to watch it and they won't, they don't want to. No. <laughs> it's Radio Times. It's in Radio Times. Uh, yeah. She's and just not, she's just not having any of this shit. Funny thing is David Tennant said the exact same thing in his Jody Whitaker interview. He's like, yeah, they, they don't watch it anymore. My kids stopped watching it. You know, my kids stopped watching it too. I well, I would have stopped watching. I did stop watching it, mm-hmm. but then I got I got dragged in for the reviews. So, if I wasn't doing the reviews, I wouldn't be watching it. Yep. Simple as. Simple as it. It's absolute shite now, and we've seen it from last season and the special. It's just unwatchable shit. I. I don't know why they're still making it and it it looks like they might not. And it doesn't, the reason the whole thing popped up is I'm like, is an anniversary that important? Can't they just make an anniversary show without a show running at the time? I mean, they could just do a special or they could just fuck it off because the BBC has got 
big fucking problems right now. Huge problems. But, but you know that Whitaker's going to be the focal point of the sixth. Yeah. I have no interest in seeing. I mean, I'll review it, but if I wasn't reviewing it, I wouldn't even watch. I wouldn't nope. watch. And that was, that was my whole attitude before uh, as as well. I got talked into reviewing the show. And I mean, I could have said no, but it was like everybody was saying, no, 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 review it. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to preserve Doctor Who in my head. Uh, too late for that now. Yeah, it was, it was my because <clears throat> I dipped after two episodes of Jody's run. I thought the first episode was boring. I thought the second episode was absolute dog shit. Yeah, it goes to dog. And, and I could see exactly where this was going. I was like, no, uh, no, I'm I'm done. I don't need to watch this bollocks. And it was my audience who was actually my audience that said, "As hey, can you can you please review Spyfall, the first part of Spyfall, Doctor Who? It's a bit more Doctor Who-y, and it's not as bad as the last season." So I reviewed the first part of uh, Spyfall, and I was like, "Yeah, it was, it was okay." There's moments where it's just like "fuck off," but it was like there were some moments where like okay, but then the second part, holy fuck! That was dog shit. Yeah. You don't you don't explain anything with the master and, and, and the doctor. You don't have any conversation about the last time that they met, which was just a few more weeks ago in time wise. Um, where's the other master? Because there's two. <clears throat> yeah, there's miss well, technic well, there's three which masters master? technically. Yeah. Yeah. In theory, right now. Because we didn't see Sim uh, regenerate, and we didn't see Missy regenerate, and we didn't see her die either. Now, yeah, there's there's big finish out there. Um, I haven't listened to them all, and quite frankly, those are canon until they're not anymore. Until they do something different in the show, and that's that's been the attitude. Uh, yeah, it's it's done. It's done. Sales are down. Sales are in the toilet for everything. Everything. Even the classic stuff is starting to get hurt now. But it's it's going to by simply by osmosis. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what this is what. This is why I I I you know I take the piss out of Batwoman and everything, but I do get angry because I'm like you you do realize this is harmful to everything. It's harmful People to Batman brand. Yeah, it, it's harmful to Batman. It's harmful to Super. It's harmful to every DC property because you have a literal laughing stock of a TV show. Laughing stock. It's not like the 60s show, which is like camp and meant to be camp and tongue in cheek and funny. It was meant to give you giggles, but it was meant to entertain the kids as well. And you can watch it as an adult and laugh, you know, but laugh with them, not at them. You're literally laughing at the show. You're you're laughing. It is a joke. Yeah, and it's and, even and, on fucking air. Well, they're bringing Black Mask in, right? So this is the third television version of Black. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, chat, because I, I it, there's one in Gotham, right? Yeah. And then there was one on Birds of Prey. Yeah. Uh, and now there's going to be one here. Yeah. So it, when they eventually want to introduce the the real serious Black Mask, you can't now. It's just yeah. like with Dark Phoenix. You can't adapt it for years now because it's been adapted twice horribly. Uh, and it, and none of these things have been shown res respect. So these are, that's what's imprinted in your mind now. So it does do harm to the brand. It does. Oh, yeah. 
Because Black Mask could have been a great criminal. Great criminal for Batman. Could have been a movie, a movie villain. An entire movie. Yep. <sighs> Deck out the chaos guy with 50 Norwegian Corona. Here's a contribution as to help rebuild Adrian's wall. <laughs> That's the wall that divides Scotchland from England, Ingerland. Uh, which is about this big, Gary. It's about that, that height. <laughs> yeah. It's like a breeze block high. Uh, Griever Enterprises with a $5 suit chart. Hello, boys. Joining you for some bagging and boarding. Nightwing, 1 to 61. Nice. Complete uh, next up to New Titans all the way up to 130. Nightfall got me started. Nice. Good stuff, that as well. Uh, Intrinsic Valor with a £2 suit chart. As what does BBC mean? I'm a noob here. It means bagging, boarding, and chatting, dude. Yep. We bag, we board, we do. We never got to speak about Clarice. I had it all lined up, but we never got to speak about Clarice. Yeah. We'll talk uh, about it Friday. Hmm? We'll talk about it Friday, I'm sure. Sure. Okay. We can talk about it tomorrow. Hell, well, dude, we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. Yeah. There's going to be loads going on about. I got to pull off a miracle. Dude, there's been a show. The yeah. data is up for pre-order now. It is? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I got to get some work done so I can buy data. Tons have gone up for pre-order. <laughs> Tons have gone up. God, I hate releasing two videos in a day. Fucking there's hate it. Data. Uh, there's the Batman Forever. There's the Robin from Batman Forever. There is? Mm-hmm. No shit. They've both gone up as well. O'Donnell. O'Donnell's O'Donnell's Robin in Robin outfit, not Nightwing outfit, and uh, Val Kilmer in sonar suit. Ah, oh, really? I wanted Val Kilmer in the in the Burton Batman costume. I know. I hate the sonar suit. But you, the sonar suit's going to have like flashy. It's going to have like eyes lighting up and shit in it. Yeah, but it's. <sighs> I love that Robin suit from Batman and Robin. I gotta say, it's all right. It's all right. It looks good. It looks like Robin. It's good. Yeah, it looks like exactly. But we still have that. I mean, guess the I guess the most proper live action Robin we've gotten outside of uh, you know Batman sixty six is in Titans. The dude, the kid mm -hmm. who played in Titans, at least looks the part. You know. But he played him for. He's in his street clothes. Oh, in the yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of episodes in the Robin suit, and that was it. That's a Kiva Goldsman right there. And That's going to be. Destroyed the Robin suit at the end of the uh, season. Yep. And and Jason, but they had Jason Todd, and uh, we got a live action Jason Todd, and now we're getting a black Tim Drake. A black Tim Drake. Oh, it's in Titans. I mean, this you know again, it's Berlanti. It's Berlanti, yeah. dude. Uh, the dude's a blight on DC. Uh... Uh, deck out the couch guy again with uh, 50 Norwegian Krona as Tris Stratos or Tris Marigold for the title of The Dish. You can only pick one, Tris Marigold. Game, game version, right? Mm -hmm. Not the... No, not the TV not the TV show version. Which is you know what? If you're going to swap, you got to, I mean, at least get find an actor. You know, she's not a very good actor. I mean, like, if she was a good actress, it's like, okay, she's a good actress. 
but she wasn't a good actress. You just swapped it to swap it. And ugh. Uh, yeah, she was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, she weren't Tris. So yeah, game Tris. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. She's my babe. I've got the statue of her downstairs in the front room. I go there and worship at it uh, at the end of the night. And uh, yeah, just, oh, so where's your where's your footage of you playing The Witcher Three, dude? Oh, I'll have it. Well, I mean, like, I'm more. I don't know if it's if you could call it playing. <laughs> it's more. I don't care, right. dude. I don't care. I just want to see it happen. I'll. I'll I, once I get these videos done, I get back on the train again. Uh, I'm getting getting close to. I have to like make one once every seven days, but I don't like to just make a video to make a video, folks. Uh, I have to feel it. If I don't feel it, I don't make it. Dude, I'm with you. As you'll notice, there's been a there's been a a, a lack of videos myself recently. Uh, my streams, I you know, I'd always make sure I do my streams for you. But video wise, I got I gotta feel it. I yep. gotta feel it. I can't just pump something out. I gotta feel it. Um, and you know, I, as you know, people want their streams, and damn right, you're gonna get them. And that's when we can talk about all kinds of stuff. But when it comes to videos, I got I got to feel what I'm talking about. So the last, I think the last three videos, if you put them back to back, have actually all been Batwoman videos. Yeah. Review ratings. Review. <laughs> that's that's pretty much uh, what I'm gonna. I, I, well, if I can fit, I don't know if if I can't release the Batwoman video today, I don't know if I'm gonna release it. But because like a two days late for a review is pretty bad. But um. But I was kind of feeling the Queen Laquifa. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a Game of Thrones one that I wasn't feeling until George put up an update today. Oh, and it, like it was a gift. I was What's like, oh update? shit. Um, writing is hard, and uh, oh, and he called his fans assholes. <laughs> so I have a little spots. Wow, little spots, and it's right before I jumped on here. I recorded me reading that and my my real response to George for for saying that. Um, Jared Leto is absolutely one hundred percent in the Justice League film as the Joker. I'm not excited about that. Confirmed today by Zack Snyder. Ezra Miller is a bad Flash. He's a shitty Flash, um, and. Flashing this jared jared leto is is not a good joker unless they take all the tattoos and stuff on him now if he's jason todd joker in that equation sure okay fine that he's not the real joker he's a made joker by the joker yeah. yes done love it Interesting uh, concept. yeah but um no not not his real joker not not a fan uh ben affleck's good bad man Henry Cavill's a great Superman. Gal Gadot's a pretty damn good Wonder Woman. Yeah, um, they the got the Trinity perfect. <clears throat> yep. Ray Fisher is such a great cyborg. Oh, he's, I mean, uh, he will be missed. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Say he'll never get work in Hollywood again. Dumb, dumb, dumb person. Ay, ay, ay. I think <clears throat> he got bad advice from an agent. That's what I think. Hewins Power Squat with a five year suture. I have a crack habit now because of you, Gary and Mark. 
bought Berserk version uh, three to five. Three Figma figures. Oh, I love me some Figma. Um, two, I've got Sword Art Online. Bunch of Figma figures from Sword Art Online. Two anime Blu-rays and a Ghost in the Shell uh, mm. major. Damn. Uh, two anime Blu-rays and a couple of Frank Miller hardcovers in a month. PM Pal, you, you, everything you said there sounded great to me. <laughs> sounded great. Uh, Keaton Smith with a two-pound super chat. Graham, would you do a Chinu uh, black light poster? Uh, I'll see him soon, so I'll ask him, Keaton, because like I said, I'll see him a couple of weeks. That's that's a good idea, I think. I think that's a good idea. Uh, if the demand is there, of course, that's going to be the uh, the financial reason as well. Mr. Tickle Trunk with two Canadian. Even Nerdaholic is closer to what you typed in the title. <laughs> <laughs> It was quick typing. I whatever. <laughs> As shows his eyeball star for two pounds. <laughs> Nerd rot is Chichi Gaz's secret SJW brother. <laughs> okay, so we I understand which part of the fucking super chats we got to. Yeah, we got to the fucking you a bunch of sarcastic assholes sections. You got to yeah, okay. Uh, Fat Steven Cigar with the two dollars to Canadian. Thank you, as for those words. I'll be down by the river. Oh, you know, I love you, dude. Uh, Andrew Matthews with a five pound super chat for Santa's ex husband. What perks will there be? David's butt plug. We're gonna, we're gonna have a sit down and a thorough discussion about this soon, very soon, Gary. He's nodding. Uh, Deckard, the couch guy. <laughs> yes, we are nodding about Santa's ex-husband. Yes. Santa's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Deckard, the couch guy with 20 Norwegian kroner. Daily compulsory kink shame as you're welcome. I don't even know what kink he's shaming. I don't even know what kink he's shaming. Uh, I love all my kinks. Uh, Mr. G with a $10 suit chat. Queen Latifah as Bat Mama. Uh-huh. Do it. Uh-huh. Do it. Bat Mama. Cecil says with another $2 sutra, Equalizer's son was Johnny from Karate Kid. What? I got to look what? into that. William Zabka? Are you kidding me? Played his son? I gotta oh, look into that, man. Doing that right now. I as I got like five more minutes, I can hang out. Uh, we'll can... I've got just a few more, dude. Five, five should be fine. Uh, that ad that shouldn't be uh, with a ten pound super chat. Remember the original Equalizer was about a wise old agent outsmarting criminal scum. Yep. He, had his, uh, he had his goon squad. Uh, you can do that with a female lead. You can't do that. Uh, in the BS movie action style remake uh, with a female, I just, I just, yeah, yeah, you know, because he he outsmarted them, but I just, like I said, it, it's believability. And Queen Laquifa just doesn't come across as believable. 
I mean, you know, feel, absolutely feel free to <clears throat> to uh, disagree, but I see that, and I, I just doesn't. Oh just shit! Quick. So, yeah. William Zabka equalizing wow. episodes. No way. Yep. Cobra Kai never died, motherfucker. Never died. Oh, I'm going to watch the. Uh, by the way, you can watch them all for free on NBC.com. NBC. NBC.com. NBC. Uh, Legalize adulthood with a $12.03 super chat. What's up, my knitters? How you doing? Nathaniel Larson with a $5 super chat. Nerd Rochi is a mob boss from the Equalizer. <laughs> How did you spell it, by the way? I didn't I didn't I even see. I switched the I and the C I flipped over because I was typing too quick. <laughs> so instead of Nerd Rotic, it was Nerd Rochi. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a new type of um, Italian coffee I'm yeah, working on for my brand. An equalizer. I'm Narachi. 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 Black Tiger with a five Canadian. Hey guys, need to confess. I was raised gender, uh, raised gender neutral right to the point the doctor said, Congratulations, it's a boy. Yep. Uh, feels wow. good to confess. Swinging card. That's a great Black Tiger, by the way. Swinging card with a $5 super chart. Our boy, Mark C, is waiting for some biopsy results. No way. So I need everyone to pray and think the word benign for him. Got matching you, Graham. It's great. Oh, yeah. All the love in the world to Mark C. Benign. In the world benign. 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 Sounds a bit Nazi. That's eh? a little bit Mark C. Uh, why can't it be like been 10? Are you like numberist or something? Uh, Mark's going to be fine. He's going to kill that shit. Mark beast beast mark beast mode dude don't let no pussy like that get you Mm-mm. you gonna get it you gonna get it uh deck out the couch guy with a 20 norwegian krona tilda swinton for the equalizer oh yeah uh cecil's back again with a five uh super chat wayne's best role was in the shootest uh john wayne's an aging gunfighter with cancer and a few weeks to live. He just wanted to be left alone, but they wouldn't leave him alone. No, the gunfighter. They wouldn't leave him alone. They won't leave him alone. In a world. In a world. Where John Wayne played Genghis Khan and got cancer. In a world where she just wanted to be she. Did I say she? She's gender neutral. I'm so sorry. Yes. No me in the world where people get cancelled for saying she instead of gender neutral Biden's America (laughs) (laughs) the real BBC is bestest ever I'm B&B Daredevil 100 to 180 with you guys today for Mr. Nolan were there any other designs for Bane in consideration well, if you if you see his latest Bane miniseries, I say latest came out two or three years ago now. Uh, Bane Conquest, he he actually changes a few things about the Bane costume and that changes a few things about that. 
more delicious with a five dollar super chat. Why did Democrats always look like someone ordered Republicans from Wish? <laughs> oh, did you hear the AOC stuff today? No. What came out of that pie hole? Oh, I don't want to say. I just you can you can you can discover it for yourself. Uh, and then I just want to see as you're fucking as you die inside. Uh, Wet Monkey with a $1 piece of pie soup sticker. Thank you. I'm a bit hungry, actually. David L with a $2 soup chat. Bat Whammon season finale kills Bane with one punch. I believe it. One punch. Uh, woman. Joseph with a $5 soup chat. No message, but a $5 soup chat. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, problem being with a five pound super chat, I'm still trying to work out how a jolly rainbow flag makes people so angry. It's a Gaudi thing anyway, wouldn't be seen dead in it. Uh, does it make people angry? I don't know, I don't think it makes people angry. Maybe if they shoved it over the TV screen so they couldn't see it. Our far with 50 New Zealand dollars. This falls under more big boys' toys. The Lincolnshire Aviation Heritage Center is currently restoring a Lancashire bomber to airworthiness. Nice. They need donations to restore this endangered piece of history. Everyone can donate via their website. So that is the Lincolnshire Aviation Heritage Center. Let me drop that into the chat, folks. If you want to, what any C port? <laughs> Did you see? Uh, it came out like watch this after the the live stream ten minutes okay. ago. Tim Pool just dropped a video. GameStop rebellion sparks media panic as they now call for a Biden reality czar. What the New York Times is calling for a reality czar. Well, did you hear what the, the guy said? The guy, the the, I don't know who exactly he was, but um, he was talking about what happened with um, GameStop, and instead of saying, you know, he, what really happened, which was people fucking beat Wall Street at his own game, he just went into this rant about uh, these these people need to like, you know, they're probably like fat and overweight and and lonely, and uh, they just need, you know, you need to probably get off your computer and do some exercise and find yourself a girlfriend. He just went off on a right fucking rant. Fuck. Mm. So essentially, leave the rich people to play with their rich Wall Street and fuck off. Uh, they are guaranteeing that this is now a permanent problem that probably would have gone away, and now it will never go away. And there's nothing they can do to stop it short of shutting down the internet. But you can just go off of, I mean, it doesn't have to be on Reddit. It could be fucking Nobody anywhere. It, but, you know, you bait the bear, the bear's going to keep coming at you. Uh-huh. Good. Good. Fuck the bull. Yep. Fuck him. Fuck the bull. Uh, Brown Gaijin with a $2 super chat. As if you like Figma, check out uh, Moonshine Animation. Okay. And then finally, Gary, told you we'd get it done, mate. Uh, Bilonia's bag of donuts with a $5 soup chat. Hail! Sporting a fever. So I get a coof test tomorrow. Fun. AOC is a complete clown. As I pre ordered W O W S L. 
work out what that is. W-O-W-S-L. World of Warcraft Warcraft Shadowlands. Uh, But never played. Is it worth it? Love it so much. It's... I, it's okay. I'm getting I'm bored with it now, though. I'm I'm really getting bored with it now. I've been playing it recently, and then and then my my time is been has got lower and lower and lower, and and I'm bored right now. And then uh, best uh, best best e me snow. Okay, uh, with a ten dollar super chat. Hey guys, just say hi. Been rewatching Smallville and loving it because it's great. Lots of feelings in hallways, but with lots of fun moments and real heart. But it, it felt like genuine feelings, like genuine, like genuine problems, not like fake ass shit. You know, I, hey, Smallville. Share, share my screen for a second. This is a this, this is a uh, this is a thumbnail from uh, from SpaceX. Uh, wow. Yeah, those two rockets uh, going to go up. A couple of uh, rockets ready to, uh, <laughs> ready ex- to go. Uh, explode, really. Explode the load. Yeah. <laughs> they should have moved, moved one of the others to the other side, and then you would have... You did that on purpose. <laughs> wow, that is... Uh, Elon, <laughs> you are great. Elon, you're the man. You're the man. <laughs> You're the fucking man. You've literally made cock rockets. <laughs> they, 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 uh, they hate. Oh, parrot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't that get called? Uh, they said that his rockets were too were too phallic and they need to change. So he made them look like straight up fucking dicks. <laughs> they look like cock. Yes, Elon. Gary, is there anything I will say before I let you plug your way? uh, I will see you tomorrow night on What Toys. Yeah, what time is it? uh, Your time. When do you start? Uh, It's midday your time. Midday my time. Okay. 8 p.m. my time, midday your time. So, yeah. So I'm going to jump on and my nooner will be in the evening. It'll be like late afternoon, folks. So it'll be evening, late afternoon. And we go for two and a half. And it's just kind of a strict two and a half as well. I've got my boxes ready to go. They're all stacked Ooh. up. Well, wow, Nerdrotic, she says she's excited. Yeah, she is. She's excited to see what I bought off eBay. She doesn't know about it. <laughs> Whoopsies. Uh, what would you like to plug, my good sir? Uh, watch As Is Batwoman review over and over again. And then, um, oh, a bird just landed right outside my window. Um, and then uh, I'll uh, I'm working on a Game of Thrones video, and I'm gonna try. I don't know if I doubt it. I, I very rarely get a video done recorded in three hours, but I'm gonna try to do it with the Batwoman review. I'm gonna do like seven minutes because fucking this episode sucks shit. But uh, because you guys want me to review it, uh, you have spoken. I will do it because I wasn't gonna do it, and then I was asked to do it by a lot of people. So thank you, thank you for asking. I'll do it. And then uh, Friday Night Tights. <laughs> I, I don't know who the guest is. What? I thought it was Eric July. Is it? Oh, it's Eric July. That's right. I just, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I took my head out of YouTube for two days. See what happens? Show Friday Night Tights. 
<laughs> I know. I asked him too. <laughs> I just forgot what date. <laughs> and I think you've just told me once in once in passing. Oh, Eric July is next week. Okay, that's it. I love Eric July so much. Um, I, uh, I can't wait to move to Texas. And uh, yeah, and like get that guy in in a studio because the whole plan is when I move to Texas, I'm gonna have a Tim Pool like studio, mm. so people can we can fly as out and you know we can hang out, we can <laughs> hang out, have guests come out and shit. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real show. I, I mean, the same shitty quality. UK for coming. <laughs> well, once you're allowed to leave, uh, I right now I think you are, and but we can't go there oh we can't do shit at the moment here Ugh. we can't do shit i think in a few months i'll be able to get over there because I, I do want to get over there our local supermarket has just begun delivering to doors again oh which Wait. is great because my cupboards are empty oh you weren't getting deliveries that's crazy so so I've put my delivery in, uh, but it's not going to arrive until Friday. Shit. Which is fine because last night it snowed and we're completely snowed in, and nothing's been coming. Nothing came today at all. They couldn't get couldn't get through. Uh, do you want to hear what temperature it is where I am right now? Oh, it's going to be like thirty eight degrees or some fucking shit in it. Uh, Seventy two degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. Yes, it's very nice. It's minus three where I am. <sighs> no see way. What, what's the, what's the temp? It's uh, it's two degrees actually. It's two degrees where I am. Celsius, that is two Celsius. What's that? What's that Fahrenheit? Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Oh, that's that's fucking cold. Ugh. It doesn't even like the coldest it gets here is thirty-two, thirty-two degrees, which is freezing. Uh, but because we're kind of in a desert. So before we go, you want to hear what George R. R. Martin said? Yes. Sup, assholes. Sup, knitters. <laughs> Did he say that? So for the first part, um, he's talking about how 2020 was a shitty year, right? But he's all, but what, but what was good about it uh, besides the election? Well, for me, there was work. I wrote hundreds and hundreds of pages of the winds of winter in 2020, the best year I've had on wow, since I began it. Now I think he's talking about world of Warcraft. Cause that's what he's been playing while he's been writing with winter. No, uh, but I want you to understand what he just said there. He just had the best year he's ever had since he started writing it in 2012. Yeah. It's going to uh, and he goes, why? And then he actually, he asks himself why. And then he actually goes, I don't know. Maybe it's the isolation. You fucking think. And then he says, or maybe I just got in a roll. Sometimes I do get on a roll. Uh, I need to keep rolling though. I still have hundreds of more pages to write, to bring the novel to a satisfactory conclusion. That's what 2021 is for. I hope I will make no predictions on when I will finish. Every time I do, assholes on the internet take that as a promise and then eagerly uh, crucify me when I miss the deadline. All I will say is I am hopeful. George? Didn't he, didn't he make a promise? He did. He's made didn't multiple he promises. I promise that if it's not done by a certain date, 
then you have the right to call me an art of twat or whatever he's you know imprison me on the isle of white in new zealand which is an isle in the middle of a volcanic sulfuric acid fucking lake um uh and he didn't get it done he also made a promise to hbo that he would have it done in 2015 so and he was close to having it done in 2015 until he said decided to rewrite the whole fucking book because uh because of the assholes that he's allowed into the science fiction and fantasy and publishing realm that uh, are waiting to cancel him. And we're just busting his balls. I am just busting his balls. I love George, but I'm, I'm busting his balls. This is what we do to people, but he's surrounded himself by so many feminists and male feminists now that he can't eat for one. He can't even take a fucking joke anymore. And for two, um, he just called all those fans assholes. You know, those ones you promised the ones who are eagerly awaiting your book. Uh, the, that number is fewer and fewer every year. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. I'll give a little tease of my video. Did you know that two Game of Thrones prequels were announced in the last week? Did you guys even know that? And if you did, did you give a fuck? I knew there was well, we know there's one in production. There's one in production, but they announced two more. I knew there was another one. I didn't know there was two. I knew there was at least one more. And I absolutely do not give a fuck. Nobody did. This, get, imagine five years ago if they said two three game of thrones prequels are in production this it would be the biggest fucking news in hollywood it would simply oh be the God. biggest news in hollywood and now it's not even a blip it's not even a blip and we're just a year and a half past uh, the end of game of thrones because nobody cares no so uh i believe that they announced those to see if there was actually any interest for the one they're actually producing because i don't think they're well they're, i know there isn't any there's none there's none i'd rather watch someone like yourself mm -hmm. talk about it mm -hmm. than waste my time no We've already wasted enough time on that show. Watching your vid than I would the show. And now that we're assholes, uh, because we, uh, you know, give George a hard time for fucking taking nine years to finish a fucking book. <laughs> nine years. I think JK Rowling like wrote the entirety of Harry Potter in that amount of time, practically. Jeez. So, yeah. And people love that. The, the only thing they don't like about her is a fucking... Her opinion on trans. Uh, deck out the couch, go 50 Norwegian Krona. I feel it's my obligation as a proud Viking to be offended at the British take on being snowed in. Dude, I'm, I live in the middle of nowhere and it's snow. I can't move, get anywhere. All the British are practically Vikings anyway, didn't they? Yeah. They all got conquered by them. Yeah, they raped all our fucking women and shit. Yeah. yeah. Norwegian Kryptonian with 22 Norwegian Krona. F off. Minus 25 degrees. Sarah centigrade. Minus 13 Fahrenheit up here. I I don't understand the abuse I'm getting now. I don't either. And Cecil uh, with another $2 soup chat. The next Game of Thrones book will come out before <laughs> Castro. It will. It I will. This to be true as Cecil has just finished his third my campaign is over. Campaign is over. Skin, <laughs> I believe. Uh, as shows his Eiffel Tower for a two-pound super chat, Jeff Bezos dripping down as well, CEO I mean, as Amazon. What would he, he do? Still, he still owns it, right? I mean, he still gets all the money. 
<laughs> so. He's definitely not CEO. Still owns it. Canal's tiny Terizio Trezo with a three dollar super chat. It's uh, me, Canal's tiny Terizo. I want to see if that came with a super sticker because it's red, and I want to see what the super sticker looks like. I, I well, after he made a hundred billion fucking dollars this year, I don't think you can have a better year. Yeah, and I mean, there's people. I mean that guy. I I think he's actually going to have to move somewhere, like safe. Um, I don't think that guy's safe. Move to a private island. Yeah, I don't think he's a safe person. I don't think Bond villain. (laughs) Well, no, there would be countries that could fucking kidnap him for a fucking ransom. Then they would need the money. I mean, like, yeah, I would. uh, You're not joking, I bet you. No, I bet you he's fucking got a security team that's better than our CIA, and. yeah, I, I I would not feel safe as that dude. Like, there's there's a point where you're like, okay, I am so rich. Like, yeah, no. Uh, unless the cars undersides leave a groove in the snow as you're driving around, you're not snowed in, my dear. As <laughs> everyone's a critic. Dude. Everyone's a critic. All right. Dude, beautiful to, to to do the show with you again. Uh, it's awesome. I cannot wait to have you back in my life tomorrow as we do on this channel. What toys? Hot with toys. Myself, Robert Mayor Burnett is my beautiful co-host. Special guest, Gary from Nerdrotic and Dan Frager as well. Frager boom. Your toys, bring boom, bring your toys, bring out your toys, bring out your toys. So, until then, folks, thank you everyone who came and watched today. A massive thank you, uh, anyone who hit the super chat button, and anyone who went over to uh, Graham's Indiegogo and supported his Indiegogo campaign. Uh, trust me, it means the absolute world to Graham as well. Uh, my mods, thank you so much indeed, uh, for doing the great job that you always do. And I'll be back, and Gary will be back with some more stuff very soon. You take care.